We are live. Oh, see. So you messed me up. I wanted to play. Now my computer's being stupid. Well, that's fine. On the intro with the, the, the <laughs> New World Order. It's been two weeks we've got for the holidays, and we're coming back to some New World Order stuff. I don't care if you guys like it. I like it. It's fine. I know. I, I'm just messing with you, Joe. Oh, what a crowd. What a crowd it is tonight. Hello, everyone. Facebook World streaming live. Hope everyone had a good holiday. I know I did. It was peaceful. It was quiet uh, for the most part. Say that. Still had to work from time to time. How are you gentlemen doing? Well, there's two COVID outbreaks in my office since Christmas. Wow, two. I had one as well. We were uh, sitting home and then something else went on and another email. Go home, work from home for the rest of the week. So, uh, it's pretty much what I did for uh, about half of most of last week. So, I've been on vacation for a week, so I got to go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> I back to the old grind. I didn't have a vacation. Busy season. While it's not busy yet, it has started, and I've been made to feel like I'm busy because there's a bit of a weird thing, I guess you could say, going on right now in that. Uh, my boss is well my main boss since i have multiple bosses my main oh. boss is down in florida this month he and his wife are <clears throat> renting a condo for the month because his wife is retired and stuff a month uh, damn yeah uh so he's not in the office in the life he's working from florida and you know, our, our phones have been ringing pretty much off the hook. So, you know, half the calls are clients and then half the calls are him. So. <laughs> and, you guys yeah, answering those sure. calls from the clients? Yes. If you're off the goddamn phone, we can answer some more. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's more, it's more along the lines of, uh, what are you working on? So what are you doing? So what's on your timesheet? And it's just like, mm. So when you feel that it's when you feel that presence right behind you, even though it isn't. So it's uh, it's weird. And like I said, we had two COVID issues. We had two people. We had one one we had one person test positive the Tuesday after Christmas, and one person test positive last Tuesday. Um, so it was it's been it's been a weird start to the year already. And and you know, the last the last two years of course tax deadline was extended and we're really really hoping that doesn't happen again this year but who the hell knows i mean they just pushed my student loan back to may it was supposed to start again in january and they just pushed it to may now yeah, yeah I, got that, that e- I got that email as well i was like whoa sweet yes. <laughs> i'm not complaining i play it all yeah, that's that's a slightly different reasoning and everything. And of course, I don't have student loans anymore. Um, you know, so I'm going to be one of those dickheads who's like, "Oh, why are these people getting their student loans deferred and forgiven?" And yeah, yeah, no, I w- I will not ever be that person. Like, I'm not going to be the person who's going to be jealous that somebody else is getting help when there's you know shit like this going on, but. There's plenty of people like that out there, so it's uh, not cool. Yes, there are. <laughs> um, yes, there are. But you know, you're you're seeing uh, 
I don't want to call it panic, but I don't know. I, I don't really know what else you would call it in the uh, good old, uh, you know, film film industry and everything. Um, because uh, let's see, Morbius just got pushed back yeah. from January twenty eighth uh, to April first. Uh, I think that's. I think it's more of a Spider Man. Well, I, 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 I think it's, it, I think it's, <laughs> I, I, I was out of the movies. That and, and COVID, but I think it's yeah, more Spider-Man. Yeah, I was, uh, I was out of the movies with uh, my sister and brother-in-law and then we went to dinner today. Um, but when we were discussing that, cause my, my sister really wants to see Morbius because Matt Smith, one of the former Dr. Who's is in it. Um, yeah. And then I said, you know, the reason why I'm sure they, I mean, obviously, I think the biggest reason they push Morbius back is because not knowing how this variant is going to play out over the next few weeks and everything like that. And Morbius is not Spider-Man. You know, it's not bulletproof. So I'm sure they're thinking is, well, let's just push it back to a time where maybe we can land it in and people will. There's a better chance of people going to see it without like worries and everything. I'm, of course, now worried that warners might panic about batman but that's still eight weeks away so we'll see but you know like in addition to morbius what was it uh disney's pixar's turning red they announced uh is going to go straight to disney plus which will yep. make it the third straight disney pixar movie to go straight to disney plus which is interesting but i guess they you know it's family films haven't been necessarily doing well at the uh at the box office so yeah, they've been doing um, average. Yeah, they like I don't I don't know well how well Encanto did, but they made that they put that on Disney Plus pretty quickly after it came out. Only it was only about a month. Yeah, uh, that was just a Disney one. That wasn't a Pixar one, but same kind of principle applies and everything. So I think they want to reap all the benefits they can from Spider Man too, because it's still setting you know box office records oh, and yeah. still yeah. bringing in a shitload of money. Yeah. No, no, but no. I mean, when I was at the movie today, it didn't look like many other people were, but the weather wasn't great here today. We had freezing rain and shit, and you know, we just got heard. We just had some snow a couple of days ago, so um, it was sixty-four yeah, and sunny. Fuck <laughs> yourself. Uh, <laughs> now it's raining right now, but still. Well, let's see here. Uh, tomorrow, uh, not not tomorrow, Tuesday. I think the high is going to be like seventeen. So we're getting one of the ultra chilly days. Uh, yeah, Tuesday down here is supposed to be like a high of like 37 or something like that for, for Tuesday. So we're yeah, going to get so, hit with some of that coldness. Yeah, so we're going to get some some nice chilliness coming on here. And yeah, Joe, winter. it's winter. <laughs> Joe is going to pop his AEW cherry this week. Oh, no, Joe, bring <laughs> protection. <laughs> And uh, by protection, I of course mean protection from all the other people. <laughs> well, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yep, got decent seats for in the two round section at the PNC Arena. And he's going to get to see CM Punk wrestle. So, yep, first, uh, first, first row in the two hundred section. I don't remember what section it is. Two fourteen, two twelve, something like that. Seats three and four. So it'll be good. I'll be excited. We're on the, I think we're on the camera side too. So if you look at your TVs close enough in the 200 section, you should see this. 
Nico's going with me, so we're both going. So it'll be cool. Are, are you going to? Um, are you going to? Uh, I'm sorry, I got tracked by something on my Facebook feed here. Um, are you going to uh, bring a clever sign? Um, I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not that really big in signs. I've I've done it a couple times, but I don't know. We'll not see. anymore. It's got to be something really, really clever for me to do it, and I just don't want to go through all the trouble. So, I mean, we could be I, like that sweet person oh that had that transgender Nyla Rose sign and get kicked out. So, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> people pushing the limits. Absolute asshole. Totally deserve to get kicked out. So yes, definitely, definitely pushing the limits with some of that shit. I mean, it's, it's not even like it's it's not even really pushing the limit. It's basically no. It's ignorant, that. but that's you know he's, he's they're pushing the limit, trying to get that on TV and see how long it stays or see how long it takes for him to get kicked out. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like it's, stupid. It's knowing that you're you're gonna get in, you're gonna get in trouble for it, and yeah, you know anybody can try to say, oh well, he was just blah blah. I was like, no, he was he's trying to belittle her as a person. Yeah. Just like I, douche. like you I said, you can you can be you don't mean. Like the fact that she's transgender, tough shit. You know, you just, can. There's a difference between, and I'm I'm very ju- you know I I say people suck and I have no problem, but there's a huge difference between me even saying that somebody sucks and making fun of somebody for like that reason. So like when I snuck my side in that got taken away, it didn't offend any wrestlers. It, it wasn't offensive to anybody at all. That guy specifically was being offensive to somebody like he went out of his way to offend somebody specifically. I'm glad she flipped him off when he did it. I'm glad when she yeah. saw it, flipped him off. So they should have let her go out in the crowd and beat his ass. <laughs> that would be fucking sweet to be honest. <laughs> well, she, she uh, I mean, she's, I guess you could say she's a better person than us because she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably realizing of course that she was like, would be risking her job if she were to like go into the stands and attack a fan. No, I know. Same- I just- I mean, at the same time, I feel like she would have uh, been absolutely justified to have done that. So, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. So, I thought, Joe, I thought that the, uh, I thought that the Britt Baker Reho match was good last night, but I also I thought the Sammy Guevara Dustin Rhodes match was a train wreck. So, Ooh, I don't think it was that bad. Dustin was gassed after two minutes. Like he legitimately was like, take that was not the right person to put in the ring and that I know they had to find somebody at the last minute, but that was not the right decision. So, yeah, I just, just think they just did that just to get him some time in the ring and he was going to put Sammy over, you know, is what it is. I mean, the match, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it lasted too long or whatever the case may be. It was fine though. It is what it is. <clears throat> Sammy won. That's, that's all I cared about. And I kind of like the whole intern thing interim championship it's kind of like you know ufc or boxy when they do their interim championships when you know someone gets injured or whatever the case may be so i kind of dig it because now it's kind of like one of those things where you know cody can come to the ring with the belt say we can come to the ring with the belt let's have uh let's square up and uh see who's the actual tnc champion they have a ladder so, no nah, i mean they could do that <clears throat> whatever they want to do um, I mean, to the term, I, mean, I could care we less. We are potentially a month away from an Adam Cole on a pole match. I mean, we really could get the Adam Cole on a pole match. So, what was that what was that I sent? Uh, that we saw Paragon 
could be the paragon, the, paragon could be the new name of the uh O'Reilly sure Fish that, and Coal. Pretty sure that's going to be their name because uh, O'Reilly said it already in a promo. So yeah, yeah, he did, he did. When I saw that, I saw someone posted that you know he had said it in a promo. I'm like, well, fuck it, that's going to be there. As soon as I name. heard him say it in the promo, in my head, I had already filed it away. I'm like, well, I know what their <laughs> name is going to be now. Yeah, using big words in a promo. <laughs> God, that makes sense. Oh, could that be your, you know, you know, you know, name? Yeah, oh, faction <laughs> name. Yeah, we'll see where they go with that. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure they're gonna play with the young bucks. What's his name is tested positive and whatnot. So we'll see where they go with all that jazz. <laughs> Pat, did you just happen to turn the NXT on the other night or did I want I, I watched I, I watched uh, that match, yeah. Um, because I, I felt I, like, I, I felt I felt like they were gonna pull the trigger with it there. So, um, I yeah, I, I, I watched that match to try to get an idea of what of what of what he's like. I think that they're being very like uh, two sided because they don't want to call him by the name, but they'll let him use every fucking move that they use, and they'll let him do all that shit, but they won't name him like. Steiner, but he can do all. And I, I hate the Steiner recliner. I think it's terrible. I think it's a lame finisher. So Miro already does it. I don't need to see another person doing it. So I was really, I was actually not happy when he pulled that out the other night. I was like, fuck here. Now we're going to do a lame finisher. I don't, I don't like him that much. I'm not a fan of his. I, I, I'm not really there with him yet. So. Well, one of the things that I was actually, um, I guess surprised is the right word to learn. Like I when I looked him up on Wikipedia so I could figure out what his like real name is. Mm-hmm. His very first name is Bronson. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I... <laughs> George Carlin did a routine in the mid '90s where he was talking about like the decline of boys first names but how he went from names like you know like you know like 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 john and bob and you know and and ted and phil to names like kyle and tucker and tanner and cody and and uh bronson's one of those names too i just can't imagine a steiner naming his kid bronson and then i found out it happened maybe he named it after charles bronson Oh, maybe. you know what? That would be acceptable. That would be acceptable. Maybe he was an 80s movies guy and he but, loved Charles but, but, Bronson movies. But why wouldn't you just name him Charles then? What's wrong with Charles Rex? Maybe he, maybe he thought the Bronson was just wow, a good name to name a, a boy when he had one. That's they, what he went with. They um, went out of their way Tuesday night to take a shit on the black and gold NXT. They went out of I, their way. Take a dog. Yep. I heard about I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And not surprised. You know, the, the, if they if they want to wonder redo whose NXT, idea that was. If, if they want to redo NXT and everything, it's like fine, that's their right, obviously. It's it's part of their company, it's part of their brand and everything. What I don't understand, and there's really no way that I think that they could ever explain it to me that would that I would buy it. 
why does that mean that like every single person who was part of the way it was has to be shown the door? I know. I don't. I don't get that. And I'm sorry, but you're getting rid of Regal and Road Dog, are two big influential people in the back that have helped tons of wrestlers. So you would think you have a new crop of young people that you would want to keep those two around, or at least one out of the two, to help these right. young kids, you know, develop right. and become superstars. But no, yeah. let's let's get rid of them. I mean, I don't yeah, even know who's who's back in the in performance center besides Shawn Michaels fucking doing yeah. anything right now. And, and and shit, he's Triple H's buddy, so how fucking safe is his job? But it's like Regal's been Regal's been continuously employed by the company since I think 2000 when he came back. 20, like, 20, 21 years. Yeah. I mean, Insane. he's not gonna say, like he he tweeted out that he's not gonna say anything bad about the company because you know, he's he said, not. like, you know, they employed me at a time when I was pretty well unemployable. They saved my life, blah, blah, blah. And I obviously get all that. I know exactly what he's referring to and everything. But again, it's like, so because he's like always been on good terms with Triple H, he's always been like a Triple H favorite. And, you know, because going back to when they tagged in WCW briefly, and like, like I think it was like early 1994 before, you know, Triple H uh, or, or late 94, early 95 before Triple H, you know, left for the WWF. Before Terror Rising left? Yeah. Well, he was John Paul Levesque at that point, I believe. So, <laughs> but yes, you, you could never not mention Terror Rising when you talk about Triple <laughs> um, But it's like, okay, so he's really close to Triple H and everything. So, so why does that mean he, he has to go? What is it about the way he did things that couldn't work with whatever Vince or Pritchard or Laurinaitis or Nick Khan or whoever the fuck it is that's running the show now? Um. I mean, me and Joe talked to me and Pat. If you're AEW, why would you not get Regal backstage? Why would you not? I mean, if you guy backstage, if if you want to sign any free agent, that's the guy you sign right there. I'd be like, hey, Regal, bro, we could use you. What you want? Rapport with some of these guys because they all, some of them are from NXT, anyways. So I'm like, to me, that's if there's a hire for AEW, that's it. Get that guy backstage because he clearly is is a good person backstage. And he's helpful. And, you know, Triple H and Regal probably get most of the credit for NXT. If you're going to give any two individuals credit for the success that NXT Black and Gold had, Triple H and Regal, to me, probably are one and two on that list. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. I can't believe that if this really is about Vince just being jealous because NXT was doing better than his other, like if this has anything to do with that, that's so fucked up. <laughs> well, it yeah. just, it, and, it, and it's, but it and shows it, Vince's it, power it, right there. It, and it's just a black mark against Vince. And, you know, I, I always hate to refer back to this, but one of the funnier segments on Cornette's podcasts lately has been when him and his co-host Brian Last have been making fun of whatever Vince segment makes air, especially because, like, you know, Brian starts making fun of, like, the way Vince's voice sounds right now. He's all like, where's my egg? He's basically unintelligible and everything, and I've only seen one or two of those segments, really. I think they were all on the pay-per-view with that 
fucking egg bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> it 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 really makes you wonder who is most in Vince's ear, or uh, or is is anybody, or is Vince just out there? And 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 if he's just like out there, like doing things that nobody can understand. Why isn't somebody trying? Why isn't somebody trying to rein him in? I mean, I know Pritchard's got the reputation of just being a total, complete yes man. He'll do whatever Vince says and never challenge him and everything. Uh, and you know, the funny thing, of course, is Laurinaitis. You know, Pritchard always would say was is you know the ultimate fucking yes man and everything. But what the what the balls is Stephanie doing? Isn't she still head of creative? No. You know, whatever it, title is these days, right? <clears throat> like, like, how did, how did, I mean, it's her father on one hand and it's her husband on the other. So it's going to be an awkward situation for her to try to take one person's side more than the other in any situation. But I, not, it just, none of it makes sense. It just, it just doesn't make sense. And because, because, uh, on Freddie. Freddie Freddie Prince had Culkin on Macaulay Culkin on this week, and then they Freddie talked about NBC trying to buy WWE or whatever several years ago. So, like Freddie actually brought that up. Well, I saw a story. I saw a story that said that they were almost begging Fox to buy them. Okay, well, I'm sorry, whatever. But I'm just saying, Prince finally said that. Right, it was like they you know, wanted they were Fox like, to buy, but it was too much. They did uh, licensing instead. Right, they they wanted Fox to buy the company outright and everything, but then Fox said, "Okay, what's your price?" And they said what the price was, and Fox probably rightly said, uh, "I think you should go fuck yourself." Um, so yeah, and like those those two are like they were like making fun of WWE for booking the same matches over and over. And then we got the Usos versus the new day on SmackDown two days after this podcast comes out and they're making fun of WWE for the same fucking matches all the time. And then they go out and do this, do it. <laughs> like <Yep. laughs> That's what they've been doing the past three and a half years. <laughs> Very repetitive. Hey. Even when storylines are done, they go back to the same people. Hey, I've got a great idea. <laughs> Great idea for a match for the Royal Rumble. What if we get Usos to wrestle the New Day? Sure. <laughs> I'm going to say that was the punchline. He had nothing else to add there. So. They don't they have no idea how to long-term storytell at this point. They have zero clue, like, how to do any kind of long-term storytelling. AEW knows how to do that. WWE has no clue how to long-term. And I'm not saying AEW, everything they do is right, because it's not. So we're... I. But WWE only has one storyline that they've really put a shitload of effort into it, and that's Roman Reigns. Yep. That's that that's really it. That's the only story that really matters on which any of those shows. Because the rumor has now surfaced that Rollins was supposed to win at day one. I Rollins might beat Roman at Royal Rumble now. <laughs> well if he beats Roman at Royal Rumble, it's speaking of gonna be because of Heyman, I think. I have a feeling that that'll be happening. And what's this? I also saw that 
Seth basically turned face after the cameras stopped running. Yes. Yeah, I heard that too. Also, the way that Rick Steiner got in the ring after the camera stopped running on NXT the other night, they wouldn't show that on TV for some reason. But yeah, because they don't want <laughs> they don't want the casual fans to know that that is a Steiner. <laughs> they want to keep it as Broadbreaker. Is what it is. It's whatever. By Broadbreaker, go by Broadbreaker. It was it was cool that his dad was there and was you know first time in like what over ten years his dad was there you know stepped foot in a WWE show yeah. or arena for shit so I mean that was cool. And then this is also a little bit onto the I don't get it uh, aspect, but at the same time it's not something that I would really complain about. So Mickey James is going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. The Here's current, here, the current. Yeah, reigning, she won last still, night too. Still reigning, yeah. I see now. Yep, she uh, won. Impact Women's Champion, which makes me go, okay. So they came to an agreement, and the fact that Mickey James would even want any part of working for WWE again after what they did to her last year, I think this is why I think they're giving her a good payday to show up a Royal Rumble, and they're trying to make good on how they treated her. Yeah. When she got exited, when they and they got rid of her with the sending her shit and you know garbage bags yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I suppose that's a possibility. I guess what I also that's really the only thing I can really think. think. Yeah, I guess the other thing that I really have to wonder about then, <clears throat> uh, is she going to be on camera with the belt? <laughs> I highly doubt it. I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, I the only way that I, happens is if she sneaks it in. And she has like a robe. She changes like her ring attire and has it underneath her like robe or something. It comes out and then takes it off. And then you see the belt and she takes the belt off and whatever. Otherwise, I, I doubt it. I don't think they're going to go that far. She's, she's the uh, she was actually the only person that they announced that was a good thing because everybody else that they announced was not a good thing. So I don't really want to see all these old. It's bad enough that I have to see 40 year old men every year. Now I got to see 40 year old women and the fucking Bellas. So, well, yeah, the uh, I'll take Lita and she could still wrestle, but the other ones, like, well, I, 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 I Kelly Kelly and whatnot, I could care less about them. I've always thought Kelly Kelly was fun to look at, but you know, obviously she was, you know, she wasn't a wrestler. I mean, and Correct. That's, not, that's, that's not a knock on her because she wasn't a wrestler, you know, um, but. In a way, that's also it, it, it's a little sad that they. I mean, you have enough talent in NXT to pull them and just put them in there. Right, that's my point. Is that their women's roster right Use now that. is so lacking due to a combination of releases and injuries because Bailey's not back yet. Sounds like Sasha's going to be out for longer than the the, the Rumble eight weeks away and stuff like that. And so it sounds like that's also now why Charlotte's going to be in the Rumble match. I, uh, I you know, it's like they, they, they have they seem to have a decided lack of numbers. Uh, to, to and you know what, it, this is going to sound sexist or whatever. If you have to rely on bringing in that many former wrestlers, you can do a twenty woman Royal Rumble, and it's not going to be lesser i it's just, no it'll be lesser in numbers but that doesn't mean it has to be lesser in quality 
you know. Correct. Ba- Bailey could be in the Royal Rumble, so I wouldn't rule her out yet. She, I think she's she training is, right now, right? She's that surprise person that could kind of save the Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble right now is screaming train wreck, the women's one, at least for sure. So I, if Bailey is in that match, she can save some face because it is weird that they're putting Charlotte in the match even though she's the champion and she's not defending the title in it. So no. So right. she's, she, she's defending, um, she, she's defending like her ability to choose her own opponent, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a little convoluted, but at the same time, it's not the worst thing they could do. I mean, you know, like, like having Charlotte in the, in the women's Royal Rumble match isn't going to make the match worse. So no, it's, it's no, it's, no, it's, it's not help. A depleted situation, probably. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it theoretically cheapens the stipulation, but you know, it only really does that if you let it. You know, there's Correct. ways that you could there. There are ways you could book it where it, you know you don't have to make it so. The problem is, I don't really trust WWE to not do that. Do yeah, Charlotte doesn't need to win. She doesn't need to win. This is a right now. She, that, that's the thing. If Charlotte does win that match, it will be bad. Yeah, she doesn't need to move. This is a she's, she's already won the moves. Yeah. yeah, she's she's already won the damn women's royal rumble match. Hi, Jeremy. And she Hello. doesn't need and she doesn't need to win it as champion because it that will then cheapen the stipulation, but you're also squandering the opportunity to try to figure out like, okay, you, it's your turn, you know, which is what the Royal Rumble is always supposed to be about. I feel like it's going to be Becky and Bianca and Charlotte and Sasha. I feel like those are going to be the title matches at WrestleMania. So, you could do worse. Yeah, you, you could do worse than that. So maybe Bailey, Sasha, and Charlotte in a three-way. If you can get those three and put them in a three-way, that would be fine too. So yeah, that would work. That so, would be. That would definitely be working. They don't trust anybody that's not four horsewomen or Bianca. WWE doesn't trust anybody that's not one of those five women right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's uh, largely their own fault. True. So. We just figured we were talking about wrestling first, Jeremy. So I didn't want, we didn't want to talk about football until you got on. So uh, that's right. Later, we'll talk about your mama. Oh, if you really want to do that, <laughs> that's fine. More power to you. <laughs> so, so, so speaking of football, well, she's a wonderful really- lady. I mean, not not really necessarily like speaking of football, but I meant to mention this at the top, but we kind of started talking about other things. Uh, as the resident Dark Lord of the Sith, I must apologize to all our viewers for the recent chaos in the world and rash of uh, celebrity deaths. But when, again, you are the reigning Dark Lord of the Sith, that is your responsibility. So, um, <laughs> oh my God. I apologize for the recent passings of John Madden and Betty White and Sidney Poitier and Bob Saget and whoever else has passed away since we last spoke with you. It's it's been a rough few weeks. The new Grim Reaper. Thanks a lot, jerk. Joe, did you are you are you the one that posted that SI list? Was that you? Yes, mm-hmm. I was. Okay, I did. I was the one who I was the one who posted the comment. Yes, and. Pat, your your comment is warranted. So, um, my I, I don't what comment did you put? Wait, hold on a second. He put Cody. Cody has no business being on that list. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> and uh, one, one of my Yankee blog friends posted a comment on there today questioning the inclusion of Bianca, which I totally glossed over when I glanced at it. Like, I didn't even notice her name was on the well, list. If they want to put her on the list, that's fine. But she should be seven and Britt Baker should be three. You should Those two women should be flip-flopped at least. Like, Britt had a better year than Bianca did. She had the belt almost the whole year. So Right. It's like, I, I understand right, – so- I understand why they put Bianca on the list, but I had to agree with my friend's comment where it's basically like, well, since SummerSlam, her year was shit. So, All right. so let's let's break down this. Let's since you brought it up, okay, and, and, and since it is posted on our Facebook page by uh, Joe, who just decided to post this. So let's let's break it down. So we got the top ten wrestlers of and 2021 by sports know. illustrated i know i don't know who a couple of the guys on there are so i'm gonna we're gonna leave them alone and i'm gonna assume that mm-hmm. they're where they're supposed to be i, yeah, so, I can tell you about those guys okay so, so in in the top 10 of sports illustrated like i don't even know why sports illustrated is doing this because this is they're they're also <laughs> pro wwe they're 100 pro wwe there's no doubt in my mind after looking at this list they are pro yeah. wwe so, so si got, does a lot of stuff on wrestling but yeah so top number 10 we got jonathan grashman or grashman jonathan grashman who is from ring of honor and terminus i don't know anything about him never heard his name so joe you're gonna have to weigh in and say does he deserve yes he deserves to be, in the, to be in the top 10 to me yes okay absolutely all right and then you got John, Josh Alexander, who is on Impact. Once again, he, don't know him. He deserves. He, he deserves, deserves to be on there. So he, I know. he should be ahead of Cody. Okay. I so would, then, to be honest with you, I would put Cody ten, right. and the other two. I wouldn't, would even go. Cody, I wouldn't even put Cody on the list. I think Seth Rollins should be on there over Cody. So, so speaking of Cody, on at number eight, you have Cody Rhodes, who is, as we know, part of AEW. Um, Everything I hear from everybody is he is pretty much got no ca- crowd reaction for the most no, part. No, he's getting booed out of gets the building. booed. Oh, okay. So is that booed for a good reason or for a bad no, reason? Like booed because not, they don't want to see him because they're tired of him? Corbin go away heat right now. Like they want okay. everybody wants him to turn heel and he doesn't. He's like pulling a John Cena. I don't want to turn yes. heel. Well, he could put the pull the the newer John Cena and just walk away from wrestling and still still say he's like part he, WWE's his life, which is he's well, full of fucking shit. So, well, but anyways, that's that another is, topic for another day. Well, that is what he's been doing to a certain extent, though. Yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen Cody right. in anything, so evidently he's not doing very well at that. He's right. doing, Let's get he's doing his reality Let's, show, and he's doing that. Um, the big, big show. The big. The big. Whatever. Yeah, whatever the fuck that like game show type. I don't even know. Oh, big over the top show, whatever it's called. You know yeah, you know what? I don't even care what it is. That's just okay. Right, let's get through the list then, first. Yeah. So, <laughs> so number seven, we got Dr. Britt Baker, who is also part of AEW. Now I hear a lot of good things about her, so I'm gonna assume that she is uh worthy of being in the top ten at number yes. seven. She should be higher, but yes. Okay. Uh, I, I number six. I would say she's the most entertaining female character in yes. all of us now yes and then it, at number six which this one i can tell you i definitely do not agree with you got big <laughs> e from the wwe um i know people love big e and, and what he does and his you know shtick but uh i i don't see putting it not he, me and you jeremy <laughs> his overall his overall in my personal opinion his overall as a wrestler as uh his gimmick 
it just is not as it's not entertaining anymore and he's not a good enough wrestler to hold a number six spot in my personal opinion i agree jeremy he shouldn't i don't think he should be on this list either (laughs) what about you joe and darth pat i've always generally liked biggie um you know it's like they uh they they give him a title reign and uh make it kind of meaningless in the end but didn't really expect any less so yeah i mean i see why he's on there i mean uh so so, uh one of the wrestling blogs i go to talked about his reign as champion and mentioned how he was champion for like Four or five pay-per-views. And, on and he had more them. losses than wins. Right, right. That's so it's like, <laughs> even if you're the biggest Big E fan in the world, how the fuck are you supposed to take him seriously as champion when he gets booked to lose more often than he wins? Yeah, that don't make any sense. But, but that's your WWE, so. That's your 2021 WWE booking. Yeah, uh, And then at number five, we got Brian Danielson. I I I, kinda, I agree with that. Yeah, he belongs because he's he belongs he's, on this list. Even though he missed three months, he's he's had good matches in AEW. Yeah, and, and, yeah but like yeah, and sandwiched around the, his time off, he main evented WrestleMania and he made a pretty big impact in AEW. And then oh, he, the, uh, he belongs on there for sure. Yeah. And then number four, we got Shingo Tagagi. Yes, he's he right on there too. He belongs on there too. I don't know a lot about him, but there's always going to be at least one or two new Japan wrestlers in the top 10 right. list. If it's this guy, if it's Okada, it's Osprey, whoever they want to put on there, it's fine. So, yeah. And yeah, and he is from New Japan. So, uh, and then number three, which I definitely do not agree with, but you know, <laughs> I'm a little biased towards this person. I don't, it's uh, number three is Bianca Belair. Um, I just, and it's just because I personally just don't like her gimmick. You know, I and don't if, think she, I think like she's I got said, talent in the ring, but I just don't like her gimmick. If that's they want a personal to preference. Flip-flop, if they want to flip flop her and Brit, that's fine. Bianca had enough of a year that if they're going to put two women on the list, it probably should be Brit and Bianca because Charlotte missed part of the year. So you can't, it's harder with Charlotte. So mm-hmm. they, they could have just flip flop Brit and Bianca. And I think that fixes that. I'm, I don't like Bianca either, but if you want to put her in the lower part of the top 10, that's fine. Pat alluded to it already. I think Britt Baker was the best female wrestler in all of wrestling last year. I think she deserves to be in the top five, not just because I like her, because she's she's done a really good job at what, what she's supposed to be doing. So, yeah, And that's why these top ten lists are hard for me, because I have personal bias that doesn't allow me to get past that and be impartial. I try. Um, I yeah, so, I think AJ's rubbing off on you. That's horrible. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but I, 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 you but are I, you were Bobby Heenan uh, announcing the 1992 Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'll no, take I, that. I, I like Bobby Heenan. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I would I would have to say that I think by ranking Bianca number three is that they were overrating the significance of her main eventing and winning the title at WrestleMania and everything, but. Again, like my friend posted on our page again, as I just already said, since SummerSlam, she's been kind of getting the shit out of the stick in a lot of ways. I mean, so. most yeah. most things I've seen, the best women's match of the year was Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. 
in the lights out match. That's that's the women's match I've mentioned the most as as a as a match of the year contender. There's not really been, I guess the best women's match I saw was probably Becky and Sasha and Bianca at the Crown Jewel. That was probably the best women's match I saw this year. And I don't even like two of the people in it. So if I was going to pick a WWE match, that would probably be it. But like I said, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker is the women's match I've seen mentioned the most as far as, as a match of the year from the women's side. Yeah, and unfortunately, I, did, I would never watch that Crown Jewel match. So, All right. And then number two, we got Kenny Omega with AEW. That very Solid. fitting. He should Solid. be. He carried the, he carried the belt. I, I think he should be number one. So I think that they're, oh. they, they dropped the ball on that one too. And then we've got at number one, Roman Reigns from WWE, which if you're going to put him there, even if they're pro WWE, it makes sense just because of the fact that he has pretty much carried that company that is the only reason a lot of people, well, in my personal opinion, there's a lot of people why people rock. Let me try that again. Are still watching (laughs) is because of Roman Reigns and the fact that he turned heel. He's the only only good thing that WWE seems to have going right now as far as a heel, a, a legit heel. Not to say that Seth Rollins isn't a good heel. He is. But I think more people tune in for Roman Reigns than they do for Seth Rollins. And I like and Roman Reigns. I like Roman this is the this is the best Roman we've ever seen too. But Kenny won three belts this year. I just I, it's hard to argue with winning three belts. And Kenny was in matches of the year. Roman Reigns' closest thing to a match of the year was the WrestleMania main event, and that's top ten maybe. So that's where the problem comes in for me. Kenny was in better matches, and Kenny won three belts. So I somewhere in that that matters. So. So, it I does. I already... keep it the way it is. Honestly, for me, I'd keep Roman first. I'm fine with that. Kenny, I mean, yeah, I, I think I'd probably put Roman slightly ahead of Omega, but no, I mean, not by much. You know, yeah, they were, they, 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 they were they were clearly both the most important people to their company. So, so did we talk about weekends yet? Did you guys talk about your weekends? Uh, uh, we briefly touched on stuff. Nothing, nothing. We talked about major happened since we last came to our fans. So <laughs> I think I, I wanted to, since I haven't seen you guys talk to you guys in a while, uh, and we haven't been, well, we haven't done a podcast in a while. Well, you know that's your fault. So. <laughs> no, well, I know that's my fault. Well, and you can kiss my patootie. <laughs> Which, before you before you continue, we had a holiday break. It's all right. I'm, I'm just wondering if you listened to the end of the last one because Pat was kind of taking pot shots at you at the end of the last one. And I, I, I I did not have a chance to listen to it, and I'll have to go back and beat Pat's ass. <laughs> I don't know what you are talking about. So he did it to Joe, and now he's done it to you, Jeremy. I still don't know what you're talking about. You kind of made some allusions to Jeremy not being on there, and it like you made allusions to that at the end of the last one. I was there in spirit. Oh, was I, I carry this I, goddamn was, show, don't you know? Was, oh, was I? Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, okay, I, I kind of remember. I don't remember by much though, because my memory is about as good as you know. Uh, I mean, uh, Giants offense. <laughs> You there you go, Giants offense. You were, you were actually <laughs> smart, Pat, in hindsight, because you did it like three weeks ago. So, like, it's like, you know, yesterday's news, and Jeremy didn't even listen to it yet. So, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of stuff go on since then. There was Christmas, there was New Year's, there was, you know, yeah. uh, 
lots of uh, movies, uh, too many trips to New Jersey for me. That's uh, really starting to take a toll on me. Uh, Sorry, Pat. Watching Notre Dame meltdown. Sorry. Well, I didn't. I didn't see it. I, I didn't see that part of it. I um, I left at about halftime because I was going to see a movie that day. So I pretty much missed the entire meltdown. Yeah. Um. Still That's haven't won a major. Bad thing. Still haven't won a major bowl game since before I hit my teenage years. So. <laughs> Seriously, their last major bowl win they was like the ninety three Cotton Bowl. So I mean. Oh geez, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've they've won some bowl games, but they haven't won any major bowl games. You know, they've gotten they've, the, they've generally gotten their ass whooped in those major bowl games. Yeah, whether it's you know the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon State, the Fiesta Bowl against Ohio State, the Sugar Bowl against Jamarcus Russell when LSU, uh, you know the national championship game against Alabama. You know, it's like it just goes on and on. And, and so, so um, did, did you have a story for us, Jeremy? Well, yeah. So did, I've had. Did quite you want to share qu- something? Well, yeah. If you can't tell from my new background, it's I different. No longer, I am no longer in my bedroom. <laughs> I have now taken over the downstairs room. I was say, did you kick somebody out? Yes, we did. So that's part of my story. So, um, Christmas and New Year's kind of sucked, um, and. Because my whole ent- my family came down with COVID, <laughs> we were COVID quarantining. Um, so instead of going to my parents and enjoying Christmas with them, uh, being able to see my father in law and his wife, uh, and then on you know the the following day being able to see my sister in law and everybody like that, we were quarantining. So it kind of sucked ass. Uh, that lasted all the way into for me uh, until I went back to work on Monday last Monday. Um, so that sucked. And my wife just finally got off of uh, quarantining essentially today, so to say. Um, so, yeah, it kind of sucked. But, uh, yes, I did kick somebody out. My oldest kid has finally left the roost and uh, is living on her own in her own. She's renting a house, a little one-bedroom house. So she is uh, finally out on her own. So I confiscated the room and... Uh, now made this my home, made made this my office <laughs> slash podcasting room, so I have my own room, so the wife can go to bed when she wants to on those late podcasting nights. Doesn't have to wait for me to get out of the room. Oh, that means you're going to clutter that room with that wall behind you with some green shit, aren't you? Oh yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> yep, I'm going to buy the shelves, and you're going to see a whole bunch of Star Wars Legos behind you. Oh, cool. That's that that that, that looks right there. <laughs> Maybe I'll that put an eagle's right curtain there. in that window that you see there. <laughs> That one. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ! I put an eagle's curtain there for you. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. um, how old is your oldest again? I've lost twenty-three. Track. Well, twenty-three, seventeen fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you kick them out sir. early, Pat. You kick them out of early. Got to kick them out early. And you, sir. Better be really, really fucking grateful about that. I have a feeling my middle child's going to be the one that lives with us forever. I was going to say, I, mean, I was about to say, because she just set an example for your two youngest. Pat, so we should have a talk with your parents see why they didn't kick you out earlier. Shit. You need to have a talk with your parents, Pat. See why I didn't kick you out earlier. <laughs> why didn't my parents kick me out earlier? Um, 
Well, that would have been a little heartless. I mean, I couldn't afford to live on my own at I twenty. Up, man. Well, I, okay, I failed college, <laughs> was working shit jobs, oh. and um, you know, yeah. It's all right, Darth Pat. We understand, man. It's all hey, good. You should have found that like stripper I, roommate. You would have been fine. It's like I can't wait to see, like you know, what my rent. Uh, gonna look like uh come uh lease renewal time i knew i should have signed a two-year lease but i didn't so right so, now it's halftime of the the football game so i gotta wait for that bad boy to come back on um, football! going back to wrestling real quick yeah, I, did yeah. Post another, I did post another thing on here oh fuck where'd it go <laughs> oh yeah well, right here i just scroll scroll the opposite direction the the, the thing that i did want to i forgot that your friend shane I, I hope he was joking when he said Sting should have been on that list. I hope he was joking because there is no way Sting had any business being on that list. I did not interpret that as a joke. Um, I think <laughs> that, was, that was sincerity. And I was saying to myself, eh. listen, when it comes to Shane, it is very challenging at times to know when he's being serious and when he's being a sarcastic jerk funny as it may be but yeah he could be just being sarcastic ass and posting it out there or he could be serious i didn't um follow up with him on that uh question because uh, well, i just laughed at the like, comment sting wrestling with my <laughs> so, like he really had no business being on that list like at all I'm sure he no. was joking, unless he's a Sting Mark and really just thinks Sting should be on every list ever. You know, that's like that I'm a Sting Mark, and I'm not going to put Sting on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, when it comes to like you know acting sarcastic and this kind of other thing, you know, I am always very much of the opinion of uh, if you can do the uh, sympathy for the devil routine when it comes to sarcasm, mm-hmm. where you know, you know, but what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. You know, that is the way to go, but it's. <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. there's different there's differences between sarcasm verbally and sarcasm in text. And obviously, sarcasm in text is much much harder to detect. So, yeah. most okay, of most yeah. of the sarcasm game is uh, is verbal. So, are you referring to the the post with the young box generation? No. No. no, 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 no. This has to do with forbidden doors, technically, kind of, sort of, not really. So. There was a post that Leonidas is talking to Tony Khan and people started getting like an uproar about the forbidden door. And I was like, pump your brakes. It's only a, a, an agreement so they can use some of the former WWE wrestlers and biographies that they want to do. That's all it is. It was like, people are getting like super excited about this. Like Vince is never going to allow any type of forbidden door in that. Yeah. He's letting Mickey James, you know, wrestling in, in the Royal Rumble, but they already had a working agreement with Christian back in the day when the TNA put Christian in their Hall of Fame and he was working for WWE and he showed up on a TNA show, whatever. It's not, it's not going to go that far into the Forbidden Door. But what I did post is, was the, and Japan does this, I, I think this is cool. And I think either AEW needs to do this with New Japan or impact, or I don't know, a uh, NWA. Maybe when Ring of Honor, you know, restarts back up in April, 
but New Japan and Noah, the other top promotion in New Japan or in Japan, they do a, a show where it's company versus company, and they do eleven matches. And it just finished the other day. New Japan won six wins, four losses, and one draw. And this takes your top singles, tag teams, and puts them in matches. And just, I've watched some of it, and the matches, there's guys in both promotions I really like. And just watching it, it's just fucking awesome. And the fans just benefit. And you're going to make a shitload of money off of it, too. It's just yeah, it one of those cool. things where I feel, I feel like one of these American promotions really need to kind of like sit down and seriously talk about this. Like if you're going to do it as a pay-per-view or you're going to do it as like some, you know, weekly special or do it one show a month or something and have several matches that lead up to something, either something you can figure out to do this. Cause I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think it'd benefit um, both companies that do it. I think it's something cool as if new Japan can fuck, if two companies that are technically kind of rivals, there's been mm-hmm. some heat between those two, like backstage with like the people who own it. And if they're able to come to a gentleman's agreement and do this, there's no reason why the American companies can't do it. Yeah, I it think just it's helps just a benefit. Prom- yeah, it helps yeah. all the promotions in general. And the matchups <laughs> you can get is just awesome. Like I would love to see Deanna Perrazzo like fight Britt Baker. I love Deanna in, in Impact and her and Britt Baker. I think it would be a good match. And I, that'd be something I would love to see mm-hmm. as far as one aspect of it. I, so, I think that I think that's great that you that ROH is going to start up again. <laughs> I believe they will. I mean, because I personally have my doubts, though. I mean, ROH had their they um, on the Hard to Kill pay per view last eight, night for TNA. They uh, ROH champion defending his title against uh, Saban. Um, he won, and then um, some of the former ROH members. Um, Canalis and, and whatnot, and some of the you know uh, Michael, yeah, Michael Canalis and Murray. They, yeah. they 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 inv- they invaded last night after one of the matches. So from everything I've been reading in the interviews, Sinclair is still backing ROH. They just they were just they were being a good company and they were paying their employees while they weren't wrestling and while they weren't able to have a lot of live shows and stuff like that. So they were trying to do the right thing, and they just couldn't do. I couldn't afford it. So they're taking a high just you know, and they're going to revamp a couple things. So we'll see. It's supposed to come back in April. Um, from everything I'm reading, it's it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm hoping it does. I still but, want the Briscoes in AEW, though. <laughs> just, to, just to interject here, yeah. Cook, yeah. Cook just caught a bomb from Herbert. Good. Like the, so, the Chargers Pat, are going down the field right now pretty easily. Pat, Good. You, That's what I want to see. Right. I... Every time I see Otis, he reminds me of somebody, and I finally figured out who he reminds me of Chubbs from Teen Wolf. Oh, the geez, guy that really? the fat the fat guy that does the hook shot from the original movie. Uh, oh, I'd have to I haven't seen the original movie in so long I can't even picture. Yeah, I know you're talking about that kind of rings a bell. That definitely rings a bell. I thought Pat would remember that movie for sure. It's been a long time since I've seen Teen Wolf. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it too, but yeah, it's still it's not something that I've like watched like over and over again. So, me neither. I probably haven't watched that movie for since the '90s, but I remember Chubbs from that movie. (laughs) That's who. That's definitely who Otis reminds me of for sure. 
So, hey, some, some something else, uh, just to kind of change subjects a little bit again, to talk about like our weekend. We mentioned about it's snowing and everything. I finally got my first, uh, you know, indication, I guess, of what it's going to be like when it does snow here, and they start like treating the roads and the parking lots here at my apartment complex. <laughs> that can out. Know, that can be fun. I got snowed in Jenny? one time. Go to work one time because they didn't plow. Yeah, I didn't get snowed in because, I mean, I, I brought my computer home with me Thursday night and worked from home on Friday. I pretty much just had it in my mind that no matter how much it snowed, I was just not going to bother because, again, like everybody else was like out of the office anyway because of the COVID test we had in my office. But, um, I mean, they, they, they started fairly early. And by fairly early, I mean like around midnight-ish. Or maybe a little earlier than that because it did start snowing around eight o'clock Friday night or Thursday night. But I found out that when they come around and start plowing in this complex, mm-hmm. it's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> that would um, like, make sense. The the volume of the plows, trucks, whatever it was that they were using all throughout the place. On a scale of one to ten, it was a fifty. And the greatest thing about it was that they did it multiple times throughout the night, and every single time something else came past, it instantly woke me up. So, yay! It sounds like Darth Pat, Darth Pat, you're a little bit of a bitch, (laughs) and I think you need to suck it up. (laughs) Um. The problem is I don't sleep well to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that's oh. my only concern. Seriously, when I was talking to my family about this, my older sister said, you should file a noise complaint. And I went, oh my God. What? <laughs> I'm supposed to complain about the noise that the people are making who are treating the roadways and clearing it of snow and ice? Yeah, I'm sure they'll get right on that. Yeah, they're not going to do shit. The first I mean, thing would be not, like, okay, we just won't plow you out. We'll leave your car there. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that fucking stupid. Shovel it out yourself, asshole. <laughs> That's what you would get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the plows would stop and go around. They'd be like, okay. What's the last place? Okay, so push all the snow in front of that space. <laughs> <laughs> That's you hopping around your snow shovel. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, is somebody happy to see me? <laughs> oh, boy. That was last night. <laughs> uh, nobody was happy to see me last night. <laughs> oh, jeez. You need some white noise in your life, Patrick. Yes. I do. He needs some vagina in his life. What are you talking it's, about? It's it's amazing what white noise does. Like when you work in an office, like a call center, and I know two of you have done the call center business. It's yeah, amazing yeah, how white noise really years. does really dull everybody else's voices around you. You really the only people you really have a problem with are the people that really carry like voices like extremely carry. This well, is what I mean, you need, Patrick. This is right here. I mean, that's well. That's why when I'm at my office, I mean, I usually have my headphone in and I'm listening to a podcast, a podcast, or I put something on. I'm not really like watching it, but I'm like, wait, like I just have it on to listen to it, and I do find that it actually does help me stay 
on task of what I'm doing because yeah, it filters out other things. So not so that it means you're really not, not working. Not, then, and, right? not, and, not that I, and not that I work in a loud office or anything, but it just it just helps to just keep distractions down. So all right, I gotta pause this. All right, so they just gave an update. All right, so since it's the last game of the weekend, uh, the late game, so they just gave an update. So I'm gonna run this down real quick, and you guys can give. We'll go kind of go over our opinions of who's gonna uh, win. Uh, so. AFC still up for grabs as far as like who's going to play who, but um, yep. because it depends on who wins this game, who's where they fall as far as seeding. But the Bengals are either playing New England or uh, Las Vegas, and the Bills are either playing the Chargers or New England. So it's like a toss up. Where's New England going to fall? Are they going to fall in the five or the six? So that that that'll be interesting. But the Eagles are playing the Bucks. Uh, I'm not so sure about that one. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, the 49ers are playing the Cowboys. That's the 49ers are going to destroy the, the, the I mean, I'm sorry. The Cowboys are going to destroy the 49ers. That's going to suck. And, possibly. Possibly. Oh, and, and, it, and it is a toss up still with uh, Las Vegas too, because Las Vegas could end up being the six or the seven. They it's either going to be Pittsburgh or Las Vegas playing the chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. I, <sighs> Yeah. No, I think it's I, – I thought if the Chargers win there and then if Vegas is in there and Pittsburgh's already in. Uh, yeah, as far as, as far as I understand, uh, this Chargers-Raiders game, it's whoever wins is in. That's what I read last night. Yeah, whoever wins is in, whoever loses out, and Pittsburgh takes that spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Unless it's there's a tie. How they, it's kind of weird how they put it because they have in the five. So here's how they have it. It's real, Like I said, it's really weird. At the seven, they have either the Chargers or Pittsburgh. Then at the five, I'm sorry, not the Chargers or Pittsburgh. Let me fix that. Either the Raiders or Pittsburgh. But they also have the Raiders at either at the five, too. Them or New England. And they have the Chargers at six or New England at six. Well, so, uh... so I guess if the Chargers win, they end up being the six. New England's the five. Yeah. And Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh. the seven. Pits- and yeah, if the Chargers Pittsburgh. win, I mean, if the, if the Raiders win... They end up being the seven, New England's the five, and the Chargers are the six. No, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's in. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh will be seven, seven, no matter what it looks like. Yeah, so they got so they got this thing screwed up on on it on on ESPN. So either Las Vegas go somewhere else, then go to Bleacher Report or go to yeah. Seattle. I got to go to somewhere else because they got Las Vegas in two different spots, and it's. Either they're gonna be either either gonna be the five or out, it seems, which doesn't make sense either. So I'm on ESPN right now, but that's not what I'm seeing. If the game ends up in a tie, Pittsburgh's out. Yeah, that's the only way Pittsburgh's out is if the Chargers and the Raiders tie, which isn't likely. So yeah, this is what they're showing on the wild card weekend thing. So weird. So what are you seeing, Darth Pat? Well, I just clicked on the uh, NFL. It's on the main page. If you go to ESPN.com right now, and it's like live tracking the NFL playoff picture, Chargers, Raiders, and Steelers are still alive for final two spots. And it just saying here, projected AFC playoff standing, the New York mentions one, Tennessee, two, Kansas City, three, Buffalo, four, Cincinnati, five, New England. And as of right now, it says six, Chargers, and seven, Pittsburgh. Um. Imagine for the Chargers. The Chargers will make the playoffs if they win or tie, but a loss eliminates them. 
for Pittsburgh. It mentions that to reach the playoffs, Pittsburgh needs Sunday night Chargers Raiders game to not end in a tie. And then for the Ra- Raiders, who are currently projected outside, it says the Raiders can clinch the playoffs with either a win or a tie. So, yeah. And then I need um, to see what happens after this game because it. Because if Pittsburgh's in no matter what, unless it's a tie, I don't know how Las Vegas can be a five or a seven seed. That makes no yeah, sense. Like it should be a five or a six then. So I mean, so a six long, or a seven. So long as this Chargers-Raiders game doesn't end in a tie, Pittsburgh's the seven. And the top four are set to with Tennessee, Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati. For New England, it mentions they will be either the five or six seed. Hmm. Uh, but it doesn't say... So tiebreakers division record. So when if there's a tie, then they go to division record. Right. Which makes a lot of sense when they're going to compare teams that don't play in the same division. I know it's stupid, but I remember many many years ago the Browns got in over the Broncos one year because they and the Broncos had beaten the Browns head to head, and the Browns got in because they had a better division record. The first tiebreaker is division record. It's not if you play each other head to head. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, so, that is, that is, yeah. Uh, I think I think that's when that's they used to have um, that's when they used to have a point differential as a tiebreaker too. But that's I think they went like to point, division. Point differential was usually one of like the last uh, break, uh, tiebreakers, though. Yeah, but it did it. What it did happen where that was no significant. It, it, yeah, but no, it's they've they've all the old shitty tiebreakers. Most of them are gone. Um, so New England is what they are three and three in their division, and the Chargers and Raiders are Chargers are three and two, and the Raiders are two and three. Well, that's so I guess the charge, I guess the Chargers win. Well, no, wait, yeah, so Chargers yeah, win, they char- go 10 and seven, and they'll have a better division record because mm-hmm. New England's three and three, and the Chargers are currently four and three, they would go to. Yeah, they would, they're three and two. They would go to sorry. four and two. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just oh, I'm weird sorry, like four it. and two. I was renting. It's just yeah, weird right. how Las yeah. Vegas is either – like what throws me off in this whole thing where they show is Las Vegas either being the five or the seven seed depending on what happens after this game, and the Chargers are the six no matter what. <laughs> it's like so weird the way that they do these things, how they figure this shit out. It, it well, if there's it a tie, me. if there's a tie, yeah. San Diego would be the six and the Raiders would be the seven. If the game ends in a tie, yeah. that's what yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. No. So. It's, it's almost like the, I mean, the Jacks won today. The six, no matter what. <laughs> the Jacks beat the Colts. I mean, fuck. I didn't even know. I, they mean, still had I didn't even know. They still had ties. I, I was I'm I'm glad that Pittsburgh got in, is going to probably get in. It's nice to see Big Ben get in on his last yeah. year. So mm-hmm. no, I agree. Uh, he's I mean he's not going to it's not going to happen. They're not going to go anywhere because no, they just haven't had any kind of season that tells you they're going to be good in the playoffs. It's nice um, to see Big Ben get in. Uh, I so so it's interesting. <laughs> I got to talk about yesterday and, and the I've liked yesterday. Big Ben the whole the whole time, Pat. So. I've liked him at times. His character's coming to question at times. Yes, thank you. That's the one part you cannot overlook. All right, what happened yesterday, Jeremy? So the Eagles, so I don't don't know if any of you guys watched the Eagles game yesterday. Probably not. I did. I guess not. Uh, I did. 
Well, I knew I Dark Pat didn't. I watch football in general, so that's so fine. But I watched it. It was interesting to we'll watch as an Eagles fan watching the hated Cowboys beat your team. But it was funny because the Cowboys are like going ape shit. And the whole entire time, except for the fourth quarter, finally, they played their starters because they were trying to get that second seed, which they didn't get anyways, which is funny. Like, oh, we won. You didn't get the second seed anyway, so you're still in they, the same boat. Tampa wasn't losing today. I mean, they're not the Colts. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I, I, at least they went for it. Yeah, they did go for it. But it's just funny how hype like they were acting. Like, ooh, man, look at us. We could score. We scored 51 points. Yeah, you scored 51 points on second and third string players. <laughs> I know. So what who a, really cares, you know, one, one of the guys I'm friends with on Facebook is a Cowboys fan. And he was ranting and raving about it. And I'm like, what? You have bragging rights because you swept the whole division. And I'm like, you, you, you just blew out fucking second and third stringers. Yeah, they're pro and they're NFL pros, but you just blew out second and third stringers when you had your first yeah. string team in and went for no fucking reason. That's why at all, three of, all, three, all four of us will be rooting against the Cowgirls next weekend. So. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I really want the 49ers to win. Do I think it'll happen? Not with the season they've been having, but they they must have won last night because I think they it was a win or don't get in kind of. No, situation. they won today. They, they won oh, today. Yeah, they they won today in overtime. In which overtime. They hey, they left. Hey. They played well too. I watched hey, that I, game. I, I feel vindicated because if you recall when we did like I I guess it was our mid season like NFL mm-hmm. thing. Seven eight weeks ago, nine weeks ago, I was off by one win. I I said I'm going to go out on a limb and say the 49ers will make the playoffs. So I'm glad that they vindicated me in the end. But to <laughs> say that I will be rooting for them, <laughs> let's pump the brakes a little bit here. I understand they're playing the Cowboys here, but they're still the fucking 49ers, and. When I was first becoming cognizant of football and really first so, started, so that's what's the lesser of two evils? That's a blow up the stadium game, right, Pat? Yes, the two teams that were <laughs> that were introduced to me as basically being the Giants' biggest rivals were the racial slurs and the 49ers, not the Cowboys. <laughs> racial <and> slurs, <laughs> not, not not the cow, not the Cowboys and the Eagles. The other, the other two were like more of like bigger rivals for the Giants at the time. Then the Eagles started winning again. Then a few years later, the Cowboys started winning again. But I'm just, I'm just saying. So it's like I ain't rooting for the 49ers. You know, would I rather see the 49ers win than the Cowboys? Yes, but I will not root for them. I have principles. <laughs> you have principles. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> And those principles the dark side has principles. And those principles are basically if the stadium should explode. <laughs> yep. On on Christmas Day, when we were over in Nicole's sister's house, her mom and and my brother-in-law were down watching the clowns fudge packers game. And I walked downstairs and I said, You know what this is? This is what I call a blow-up the stadium game. And they both just kind of looked at me. And I just walked back upstairs. <laughs> and you know what? I'm, I'm going I'm to just say this. If you're in a setting with like other people, whether it's like, you know, a, like a private, you know, family get together function like that, or you're like, let's say like out in public, like at a restaurant or a sports bar or something. And you refer to a game as, you know, a blow up the stadium special or whatever nickname you want to <laughs> give it. Like I remember you once called it a Pat special. Um, <laughs> 
you know, but everything like that. But it, but it, but if you like refer to a game as that in front of other people, and they look at you like you're the weirdo, just walk away. <laughs> because if they can't understand that concept, they are not a true sports fan, and they have not developed their freaking hatreds and rivalries with other teams that are the, you know, the rivals to their teams that they should have. And that means they are not a true sports fan and therefore. Okay, Pat. (laughs) No opinions worth giving. Oh man. Are you going to tell me if you feel even more than that? Or is that, was that about it? Well, I feel my heart rate increasing a little bit right now, so I should probably take it down. Oh, so okay. I have to. So I have to say, uh, it was very interesting this last, like this last week or so, leading up to this game. Um, to hear the local sports radio shows, like jump on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon, like oh Jalen Hurts, he's so good, he's this, he's that. It's amazing say, it what he's like been able to do. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems like all of a sudden everybody loves the guy. So I'm like, all right, great, you know, whatever. <laughs> It was, it was just remarkable because I know specifically listening to WIP, which is right out of Philadelphia, they were ridicule. I don't want to say, but they, I don't want to say ridiculing, but they were definitely not on the Jalen Hurts is going to be something special bandwagon. And does now, it surprise you? This is your Eagle sports people. One minute they love you, and next minute they want to fucking bear you an L. <laughs> it's just unbelievable how they like. Some of them have flipped script. To oh Jalen Hurts, I can like the one guy. He uh he went as far as saying Jalen Hurts. I, I see him winning a Super Bowl here in in his career. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> like ah, he just said in his career. He didn't say with the Eagles. He just said in his career. I'm just like, he's gonna have to be on a really good team. Like he's gonna I mean, have that- to have a hell of a lot of weapons. <laughs> It's, it's kind of silly to say that about anybody, really, when you come right down to it, because you're, the odds are just against you. Just, you know. Yeah, it's tough to win a Super Bowl, regardless. Right. Yep. right. Unless exactly. you're Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the exception, though. Hey, he, he, hey, he's lost three, too. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But yeah, it's just it's just crazy because I mean I've watched enough Eagles games and enough Jalen Hurts Eagles games to to know that if you watch like you can watch quarterbacks if you watch them you can tell they're making a read on the field they're reading they're doing progression and they're doing it fast mm-hmm. you know they were just showing Herbert okay he was in the pocket he had a three second pocket okay before he threw the ball he went through three different reads before he threw the football in three seconds that's one okay nope two nope oh three here it is if you watch jalen hurts it's a stare down the guy i'm gonna throw to and that's who i throw to <laughs> he still hasn't learned that concept yet consistently. that's a surefire way to not have success as an NFL quarterback yeah and the thing that i don't get about it is they ever you know leading up to this previous week where they started like praising him it was where is his when when is he going to start getting understanding the game better when is he going to start being able to read defenses better when is he going to start making read progression and it's like how many games do you need to give a guy before you say he may not have it to be a starting quarterback and be a successful starting quarterback in this league you know 
that you need to, you know, to be the kind of quarterback you need. I don't care. It's not like he doesn't have to be the prototypical quarterback. He doesn't need to be the pocket passer quarterback that's very immobile. He can be a mobile quarterback, and he can do stuff on the run. We've seen other quarterbacks be very successful like that. Have they won Super Bowls? Not necessarily, but the the the, the stereotypical, prototypical quarterback is changing. But I don't that's think Jalen Wilson. Hurts is going to be the that's guy that's going to make that jump and make and he's going to be the trendsetter. Russell like, Wilson it, won a Super Bowl, and he's kind of a quarterback that runs the ball when he has to. Right, win. he is not the prototype. He's not the stere- the not the stereotype. He's not the prototypical quarterback. He is a little bit different, um, and he'd probably have two Super Bowls under his no doubt. He would have two yeah. Super Bowls under his belt if that wasn't such a terrible call by Pete Carroll. Right, yeah. but oh. don't get me started on Pete Carroll because he <laughs> fucked us the beginning of the season already, and I'm so pissed off with that guy. That's so, okay, um. But once again, how many games does somebody need before they start being able to make that progression as being able to make reads on the field and say, okay, here's my open guy. This guy's not open. That guy is open. Make my pass. You know, he's still staring down receivers, like continuously staring down receivers. It's not good. So I, I yeah. found it very interesting for them to jump on the, the bandwagon of Jalen Hurts could be a pro, could be a Super Bowl quarterback when he's still struggling to do things that he should be able to do by now, at least – efficiently maybe not every single time you know because every quarterback does make mistakes but efficiently do that and be consistent at it what year is he in three two yeah I this forget. is technically his second year as a starter yeah and okay, i mean that's a starter first full I mean, year he started four games last year yeah everything he said is true because that's the same issue the giants still have with daniel jones and jones was definitely showing signs of improvement this year but he still had that Excuse me. He still had that very bad habit of he's staring down where he's going to throw the ball and everything. <laughs> and um, then the problem was, of course, he missed like the last, what was it, like six, seven games of the year. So the Giants still don't really know what they have. The Giants were fucking hopeless without him. Um, but, you know, it's not like he's proven that he's uh, like, you know, a, he hasn't really proven much more than being competent at this point. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they have to give him another year. I mean, God only knows what the fucking offensive line will look like again next year for that team. But with the skill, spend there. all your draft picks. There you go. First two round yeah. draft picks. Yeah. Yours and ours that we gave you. O line right there. Hey, hey, It'll hey. help you. Hey, if, <laughs> if the Giants were to take two linemen with picks five and seven and they turn out to be, you know, all pros, I would never complain about that. Like, if they pick, like, Hell no, Ekwono, I wouldn't either. If they pick, like, Equano or Evan Neal, if he slips to them, or Charles Cross, or there's one other guy I can't think of, and then, like, like Tyler Linderbaum, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to complain about that shit. But, um, uh-huh. I mean, you know, the, the, the Giants, they, they, they have to go through the evaluation period with him again. And he's going to have a new offensive coordinator, maybe a new head coach. And, yeah, let's see if the skill position players like Barkley and Tony and Shepard and Galladay stay healthy. If some of those guys are even there, I have a feeling Charlie Shepard won't be. I have a feeling Boyd will cut him because it was cap number and everything. But, I mean, this is another reason why I can't ever take Philadelphia sports people seriously. Like, I'll, I still occasionally will turn the New York sports talk radio on, but not that often because a lot of those guys just annoy me. But I always find them to be a hell of a lot more knowledgeable than Philly people. <laughs> and the main reason the main reason is is kind of like how you pointed out the philly people much more prone to hopping on and off the bandwagon based upon what happened yesterday you yeah know? 
And again, I'm not gonna. I'm not really. I'm honestly not trying to denigrate the Eagles here, but they went nine and eight in what was, let's be honest, pretty weak division. Oh yeah. And here were their wins: the Falcons. They didn't beat a team that has a winning record. That much I can tell you. The Falcons, the Panthers, the Lions, the Broncos, the Saints, the Jets, the Giants, and Washington twice. Well, they won the games they're supposed to. Then. Yes. Yes, their losses were to the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Giants, and the Cowboys. Again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so only one of those losses is against a team that a bad team, like the Raiders are against the second. Yeah, it was against the Giants, which is a game that, as we discussed on here before, the Eagles basically cost themselves by stubbornly trying to throw the ball when they should have been running the ball. Yes. Um, so. But I'm just saying, like, so my point is now, because the Eagles finished in second place, it'll be a bit more of a difficult stretch for him next year. Like, the Eagles' opponents for next year, there's six division games. Then they'll have home games with the Vikings, the Packers, the Titans, the Jaguars, the Steelers, and the Saints. So you got, you know, two really good teams from this year, and the Packers and the Titans, a decent team of the Steelers. Two two mad teams in the Saints and the Vikings and a bad team in the Jaguars. Then their away games, other than their division games, will be against the Colts, the Texans, the Bears, the Lions, and the Cardinals. So, again, you got one really oh, good team. Oh, we got to play you fuckers next year? Jesus. You got, you got, you got, you got, one, re- you got one really good team, one oh, you know, team that fucked up today, and then you got three bad teams. So it's it's a little bit of a tougher schedule, it would seem. So we'll see how he and, does. And, and, and I know Eagles fans won't want to hear this, but I really hope Carson Led slights them up. <laughs> Just be like, and here's it, in, here's it in your face, right here, you Eagles fuckers. <laughs> well, well, I mean, advantage Colts because that's a Colts home game. But yeah, uh, yeah it's like you know, if 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 Wentz, you know, you know, Wentz has got to be circling that game for one of the ones they. Once they announce the schedule proper, you know, so yeah. you have to have the date and everything. You know that once has got to be like circling that game to say, oh, that's more homely for me. So <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. And I, I got to ask, uh, with Joe, we know you we know your quarterback situation. You, you still don't really have one. Um. <laughs> we have one, which is the shit. So bring it back to Pete Carroll. This is the part that sucked. So they came out like the actual compensation that the Bears were going to trade to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So it was like first round 2021, third round 2021, second round 2022. I think it was only three. So they went back and forth. That was what they agreed on. Everyone and the Bears were like, go for it. The owner of Seattle was like, do it. Pete Carroll was like, okay. And then I guess Pete Carroll has player um, power over his roster. And he kind of then all of a sudden had a change of heart. He's like, I want one more chance with Russell and Nick's the whole trade. They were, they were so close to, to like announcing the trade that the bears had went to their PR team to, to announce it on social media and on all that shit. Like let all the networks know, we just officially made a trade with Seattle Seahawks for Russell Wilson and fucking Pete Carroll, the guy I don't like, just moved up even higher on my shit list. And that's hence we <laughs> we we drafted we we signed Andy Dalton, but then we got Justin Fields. I mean, it is what it is. 
I think Teals is talented, but the coaching is just fucking horrible. So what um, was the trade? So what was the trade going to be? A first and third okay and last that, year's draft and a second and third. Sorry, Joe, but I'm glad that that happened. I'm glad he didn't go to the Bears. <laughs> Yes, so, so what was it, 2000, what was 2021 first round pick. So the pick we traded you to get Fields, right? Um, and then a third round pick from this past draft, and then this right. year's upcoming draft uh, a second round pick. Yeah, see, even if you think Wilson's declining, I I wouldn't have made that deal for Wilson. I would have been like, you got to give me two first rounders. So, I mean, Seattle agreed to it. I was kind of hoping for it. But well, that's, see, what I'm that's saying. Pete Carroll I'm, 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 should not have kind of, that kind of power. Well, I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. I'm kind of surprised that they uh, that they agree to it. Then, so um, yeah. I mean, I well, I guess yeah. I don't, what I'm saying is I don't really necessarily blame Carroll for having second thoughts. So but of course, they, then of course, oh my god, we got to play the Giants again next week, next year again too. Oh, we play your whole fucking division next year. Yeah, matchup year, but yeah, the game. Oh will fuck, be we got to play the AFC. The game will be at MetLife Stadium East as well. We play the Jets too, and Buffalo. Oh lord, and the Dolphins. Oh god. But, oh, um, god. AJ. Of course, it didn't. It didn't work out then for the Seahawks this year with Wilson. Now there's a speculation between no, this year, so. So what's the quarterback situation looking like there in Denver? I saw that your quarterback, which I can't remember his name, played very well yesterday. Lock, Lock played well yesterday. Lock. Lock. They don't. They need. They need a quarterback. They're, that's what their problem is. They. They. They're not going to win unless they have a quarterback who they can like who plays good every week. So, so Drew Lock is not solid week to week. No, I mean Bridgewater was the starter. They didn't even think Lock wasn't even the starter this year until Bridgewater got hurt. So. So, but I I can say Locke did play well the last game. So, I mean, but they didn't win. No, they didn't win. Like, You're right, they didn't. Sometimes your quarterback can have a solid performance, and if the defense doesn't do what they need to do, you know, I don't know why they kicked a field goal with four minutes left. Like they could have scored a touchdown there and tied the game, but they kicked a field goal and never got the ball back. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was watching. And I was like, "Oh, that make I like the fa- fact that they won for the field goal." But you have four minutes; you got to be able to stop the ball and get the ball back. Like your defense has got to make those stops. You know, get the ball back, get it back, get it back, get it back. <laughs> you, you're Pat, not a very Pat, pretty cheerleader. Can you Pat stop? <laughs> cheerleading days there, apparently. Wow! Wow! There's a reason hey, you were in the band, sir. There are some cheers that you hear so often when you're sitting in the stands and the marching band that uh, they never go out of your head. Yes. Um, so there's a question. Me and AJ had this talk the other day. Since Ben probably is going to retire this year, mm-hmm. first ballot or no? I don't think he's a first balloter. Hard, I know hard, he's got hard, two Super Bowls. I think his character keeps him out of the first ballot. I think yeah, the character I think, problems. I think he's first ballot. It, it, it's hard to say for reasons that are <clears throat> not knowable right now. Um, you, you, ne- you never do know when these fuckers are going to get sanctimonious with like a character clause thing, because 
I think it happened to a few people where they were like, well, there, you know, some people probably, some of these voters probably just had it made up in their mind. Oh, he's not going to go on first ballot. And it's because he was kind of a jerk or he had this happen or that. But Ray Lewis went in on his first ballot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it, that, that's that. So that's one factor. Another factor is you don't know who else is going to be on the ballot. Well, you, know, you, you don't you, you don't Phil, know who you don't know who's going to be a finalist that particular year. And yeah, you, 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 so like, you know, you don't know if somebody's going to say, oh, it might be like this guy last year of eligibility. Um, just all kinds of shit like that. It's, like, so it's, it's really hard to say. So like Breeze and Rivers are going to be the year before him. Breeze will get in yes. first ballot. Rivers, to me, shouldn't even it's get iffy. in. So if you're going to have, if you have to pick between Rivers and Big Ben, though, you're taking Big Ben in that scenario for sure. Well, yeah, because Rivers definitely yeah. he doesn't even have the Super Bowls to back his. He barely has a playoff. Yeah. He, well, he, he, yeah. So, so here's the thing: you're going to have. Um. Sorry, I'm pulling up something here. You're going to have Eli hit the ballot one year, then Rivers and Breeze the next year, and then presuming that this is his last year, Roethlisberger will be in the next year. They, a lot of times, don't like putting in multiple guys who play the same position. Which is stupid. It is, it, 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 it is. It is. But again, when you're limited to five guys every year, um, technically you know, seven, they can't put up to seven. That's why I think it's fucking stupid. Well, no, no, no. The seven only it comes into play when you add in the senior candidate and the contributor candidate. Like from, like from like I the list that of was, fifteen finalists. I, I thought they the scrapped list, that. No, from the list of fifteen finalists that they have every year, they the maximum number is five, and they don't have to put in five. They, they usually do, but they don't have to. So, well, so it's so it's going to be. It'll the first thing will be interesting. The first thing's going to be, what do they do with Eli when he hits the ballot? I'd have a feeling they won't put Eli in first ballot for a few reasons. Then the problem is, though, like you said, Breeze and Rivers hit the ballot the next year. Breeze is a definite first ballot. Rivers, I don't think will be. You know, he's got better stats than than Eli does, but he doesn't have the postseason stuff. <laughs> And then, yeah, you know, you'll throw Roethlisberger into that too. So, I mean, if you have to, yeah, if you have to pick between Eli and Roethlisberger, you take Big Ben there too because he's got better numbers. So, yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger's ended up throwing for uh, yeah, Roethlisberger's numbers are like fifty-one more, fifty-one more touchdowns than Eli, and uh, he's got him in yards by about sixty-eight hundred. So, yeah. Roethlisberger has pretty good career numbers too, so like he's got that. He got hurt. He did get hurt, but yeah, they did make it five, and then another. That's stupid. Roethlisberger might get in on the first ballot. He's a maybe. I I, I think he should, but he's he's a maybe. So. I mean, I think I think he probably should too. But again, I as I as I just said, it's 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 hard to predict. He's it's, he's it's not hard a, to predict these things when, when we don't know like what it's going to look like this Saturday. Sure, he's not he's not Drew Brees where we know Drew Brees is going to get in on the first or or you know there's certain guys that we know are going to get in on the first ballot. Big Ben's not quite in that 
group, I don't think. he's He probably will, but he's not a for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, if you look at this year's finalists for uh, the Football Hall of Fame, you got, let's see, what is it? One, two, you got three guys who were there for the first time. Devin Hester, <laughs> Andre Johnson, and DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus then, Ware getting in. Yeah, I, I would vote for him just based upon what he did to the Giants for years. Um, and then the other guys who are on the ballot are guys who've been there before as holdovers. Uh, and like most of these guys, I, I think have been finalists before. I think maybe just one of them hasn't, I think is what I read. It, you know, it's Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Rondé Barber, Tony Baselli, Leroy Butler, Tory Holt, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Zach Thomas, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Brian Young. I would so, have to say Zach Thomas and Rondé Barber would get in before Devin Hester. Well, again, it's, it's hard to compare because they played different positions and everything. But what my point is, is that there's no slam dunk candidates on this ballot. You know, there's no, no it's not like last year when you had like Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson, where it's like you, you discuss those guys for about five minutes and say, yeah, they're getting in, you know. Um, you know, there's there's positives and negatives to all these guys to, to, to put them in like, Guys like Tony Baselli and Patrick Willis, you'd be like, well, their careers were kind of short, you know. Um, you know, then you got three wide receivers on there again, and Holt, Johnson, and Wayne, and they've had so many wide receivers going over the last few years, and other guys who are still waiting to try to move from the semifinalist list to the finalist list, like Anquan Bolden, Steve Smith, and Heinz Ward. So uh, there's yeah, that. See, Heinz Ward's one of those guys that I think should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he. I don't. I'm not sure if he's ever made it to the finalist uh, list before. But then yeah, you've got Rondé Barber and Leroy Butler, who were both defensive backs, and you got you know Thomas and Mills and Willis, who were linebackers, and you got Ware and Allen, who were pass rushers. So I, of course, hope Sam Mills gets in, but I don't think he will. And unfortunately, this is his last time as a regular candidate because uh, this is his last year of eligibility. He'd have to go to the senior list to to get in. I mean, he's... How many years do they have to be on the list before they get booted off? I forget. It's this. It's kind of the same as uh, uh, baseball. It's been uh, like a total of, I think, like 25 years since they last played. Hmm. Okay. Like Sam Mills last played in 1997. So okay. he's not eligible after this year. None of the other guys who are finalists are, are quite close to that yet. Um, Maybe they'll get Sam Mills in finally. I, I'd love to see it happen, but I, I just don't see it. I mean, it took him forever to even get to a finalist list. So, yeah. Yeah, there really is no slam dunk on this list. I mean, to Marcus Merrill, it might be my closest. Yeah, really. yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure who will become eligible next year. And then it's the year after next is when Eli becomes eligible. So, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you know, the quarterback the, group the, is the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is um, more secretive, I guess you could say, than the like, say, like the Baseball Hall of Fame. Like, you know, it's just like the, the guys who vote for them, and I think there's like 60 or some just like they get together. It's like, I think the day before the Super Bowl, and they discuss each candidate and then they pair it from 15 to 10 and then they from 10 to five. And then they decide if they, if they put those five guys in or everything, but it's not like, um, 
you know, guys are, are you know, like, you know, hundreds of guys get votes and they, the, the popular thing now, of course, is they submit it to the, uh, to the ballot tracker guys so that the votes start getting tabulated before the announcement is made and everything. It's so crazy. Look at, be- look, go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. We're at the beginning of the fourth quarter and Las Vegas just scored and went up 26 to 14, but screwed up on the two point conversion like big time. (laughs) It's funny looking at this list and seeing that there's like when they did the whole voting, there's only three running backs on this list and Eddie George, Fred Taylor and Ricky waters. Ricky waters is not in yet. Um, Wow, that's surprising. I'm not even sure if I would put him in. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in. I'm just, I, I'm not even sure if I would put Eddie George in. I, I, I agree with you guys. I'm just kind of surprised because even though his career was mega short, he put up for those years. I mean, if you if you could look, if you were to well, extend, Eddie George career. played less games than him technically. <laughs> Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to get much harder to evaluate. Only by three, but still. Mm. I mean, like, there's been this discussion about what you do with all these wide receivers because the game has changed into more of a passing game. So it's like, oh, well, it's like mm. just because they put up these numbers, well, they're not quite as impressive because all these other guys are doing the same thing. There's also going to be an issue, I think, with putting running backs in because you're going to have – you're not going to be comparing them to the guys that they necessarily played against. You're going to be comparing to the guys who are already in the Hall of Fame, and those guys mm-hmm. have numbers that, like, dwarf them. Like, like Adrian Peterson is fifth all-time in rushing now. I'm pretty sure he'll get in, uh, even without – even with the character issues and the fact that he's bounced around to, like, 80 you know 80 percent of the league over the last <laughs> three years of, four years i know nobody yeah, wants but, to keep him long enough yeah but like this is so but weird like, but like frank gore is third all time in rushing yards but there's actually been a debate as to whether or not frank gore was really that great frank gore played a long fucking time yeah and that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's, and that's to his credit but right. Were his numbers that great? Blah blah blah. You know, he did have nine thousand yard seasons, but he never—I don't think he ever led the league in rushing um, or anything of that sort. So no, because I think the years that he got a thousand, I think guys were like if like twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah, he made he made five Pro Bowls, which is like yeah, okay, good, but not great. But I don't think he was ever like first team All Pro. Or anything of that sort. So um, his third on the all-time rushing list is the only thing that's really going to help him get in. Right. So, so that'll be interesting. But then, like the next highest, the next after Gore and Peterson, the next highest guy on the all-time rushing list who's not in the Hall of Fame is Fred Taylor. And then after him, it's Stephen Jackson, Corey Dillon, Lashawn McCoy, Warwick Dunn, Ricky yeah. Walton. Fred Jamal Taylor's Lewis, got what? Thomas, Thomas yeah, Jamal Lewis, Thomas Jones, Tiki Barber, Eddie George, Marshawn Lynch, Otis Anderson, and Ricky Waters, those other guys who have over uh, 10,000. Over 10,000. And then right under 10,000, you've got Clinton Portis, enjoy jail. Um, but the next highest guy after Marshawn, well, they still consider Marshawn Lynch active on this, and LaShawn McCoy, too. I'm not going to. <laughs> 
the highest guy. <laughs> they're not active. It's funny. They're really funny not. Marshawn and maybe in their minds, especially Marshawn Lynch. So after Peterson, because I don't consider Frank Gore, LaShawn McCoy, or Marshawn Lynch active still, the highest guys in the all-time rushing list that are still active are Mark Ingram, Ezekiel Elliott, and Derrick Henry. And they have 7,800, 7,300, and 6,700 for your rushing yard. Oh, speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, that guy, I think he got 1,000 yards this year, like just barely. Yep. yep. But he like had like 11 straight games where he didn't even have 100 yards. I was laughing my ass off because for years I've been hearing about how great Ezekiel Elliott. He's so good, and I got sick of seeing this stupid fucking move. I'm hungry. Like, fuck you. I think this year, even though he got 1,000 yards, which he had an extra game to do it this year, um, I think we kind of saw a little bit of what Ezekiel Elliott's turning into, and that is not a, as dominant of a back as he used to be. I well, won't say that he wasn't dominant at some point in time, but I think he's... I think we're starting to see what he might really have been uh, now that he doesn't have this ridiculously mega line to run behind that he had for so many years. Yeah, well, they've been splitting his yeah. carries with Pollard too because Pollard ran over, right. ran over 700 yards this year. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of plays where games where I've watched and like Zeke Elliott's in there three or four plays in a row and then Power comes in for like eight. And it's like, oh, you're keeping Zeke on the sideline for a while there. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's there's like there's kind of two thoughts to it. Yeah, he just barely cleared a thousand yards, and yeah, you can say, well, yeah, he had one more game to do it and everything. No, those yards per carry were actually slightly up from last year, four point zero to four point two. So it wasn't necessarily that he wasn't getting the job done. He wasn't getting the ball quite as much for various reasons. But at the same time, yeah, yards per game. He led the league in yards per game his first three years in the league, but. They've gone down every year. He he started at 108.7 to 98.3 to 95.6. Those are the three years he led the league in that in that stat. Then it went down to 84.8, 65.3, and 58.9 this year. Yeah. So the question, of course, is is that because he's become less effective or he's been a little dinged up here and there? Or is it because the Cowboys have just been throwing the ball more? probably a combination of everything yeah well from what i saw he wasn't very effective yesterday and that was against once again that's against the second and third string guys for the eagles and he still was not super effective he had 18 carries for 87 yards which is 4.83 per carry which is really not bad and actually it was uh it was actually his best game in quite some time uh, his games before the last few weeks, nine carries for 16 yards, nine carries for 37 yards and a touchdown, 16 for 52 and a touchdown, 12 for 45, 13 for 45, nine for 25 and a touchdown, nine for 32, 14 for 41 and two touchdowns, 10 for 51. So, hey, we're over five yards carry. Um, but yeah, he, he only had 200 yard games all year against Carolina and the Giants weeks four and five. Right. Well, like yesterday. <clears throat> His, his he had uh, I think he, I think he broke a couple, like one or two that he got like twenty or twenty some yards on a carry. So uh, sorry, you think it was one of those games where it was like he had two carries for fifty yards and then sixteen carries for thirty. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'd have to go look at the actual game stats, but I'm, I almost, you know, I watched that game, and I'm pretty sure I saw him break one or two, maybe three, but still, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like he was just dominating every down. I mean, he got tackled behind the line quite a few times, uh, and most of his carries were in the four, four. Um, <clears throat> boy, the four yard range. Says his longest run was 26. So you take that away, then he had 17 carries for 61 yards, which is, you know, not very inspiring. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was. It, it was. It's just interesting, you know, because I've been kind of saying that for a long time that you know, while he's, I, I agree, he's he's definitely talented as a running back. I think once you put him behind a not so great line, which I think. Dallas's line has not been as good as it's been in years past. You start to see what he can really do. You know, I don't think he's an elite running back like everybody tried to make him out to be. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. That's just the way I kind of feel about him. Hey, JD, you look like you got Bruce. something to say. No, I was going to. Okay. <laughs> I was going well, to talk about the NBA a little bit. All right. Yeah, let's take about, talk about the NBA as Pat walks away because he don't care about the NBA. So <laughs> that's a nice gray suit he's got on. He's got all gray on. He's looking like a big gray monster. Clay Thompson <laughs> came back tonight. He had 17. Nice. So, I saw he made the NBA All Star game, didn't he? Yeah, it's crazy. He got he's being voted <laughs> in and he hasn't played a game. That's why the, fucking <laughs> fans, the fans voting is so dumb. It's the worst in the NBA. It, the fan <laughs> vote is bad in every sport, but it is the worst in the NBA. I they always I, vote for people who are hurt. I saw like, that. What the fuck? Are you I saw that that he last year was it last year? No, not last year or the oh, year. He, what was the last year, year he played? He hasn't played for two and a half years. This is his first 2019. Right. So 2019, when he did play, they showed his stats and he made it in. He was sixth overall in voting. This year he didn't play a game and he was fifth overall in voting. So, <laughs> I was like, that is so dumb. I mean, he 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 made his first shot. He, he, it looked like he dunked. He had a poster dunk tonight. Joey punched over two people. Steph played good. They beat the Cavs. The last time the Cavs beat the Warriors was in 2017, game four of the NBA Finals. They have not beaten the Warriors in five years. In like 19 straight games, the Warriors have beat the Cavs. Good. So, um, I wanted to – you know, you know who's a beast, Joe? Fucking John Morant. He is a beast. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is so, right now. <laughs> that team, that team's scary. And I, I see that they're blowing the Lakers out. So we don't have to. Hopefully, at the end of the night, we don't have to hear that the Lakers are undefeated when LeBron plays center anymore. So. Oh, that's such a fucking crock of shit. <laughs> I like your great gray sweats there, Jared. There, big guy. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> Pull him up a couple times, Pat. <laughs> I think they're already pulled up high enough. I don't think they go any higher. <laughs> Clay Thompson has more all-star votes than fucking Devin Booker. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that's, 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 there's something wrong with that. So, awesome. It was really cool. It was really cool to see Clay get the introduction tonight. Like I said, he played good. So, And we've got Joe's Bulls are really good, playing really well right now. So, like, and yeah, yeah. Like, and they we move that game that we play you um, Friday to a ESPN game at seven thirty or eight thirty now. 
and I know you don't like um, Lamelo. No, not Lamelo. Um, not Lamelo. What's the other one? Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. Sorry, I know Lamelo's in the league too. Um, and I know you don't like Lonzo, but he's playing a hell of a good, hella good, hella good for the Bulls. Like he's having a really good season for the Bulls. Like I personally don't have any issues with him. I had issues with his dad being an ass and being fucking annoying as shit. Um, but Lonzo's having a hell of a season this year. Like he's playing really well. I'm very surprised because he's been ha- he's had like mediocre seasons up to now. He's playing good this year for us. That's all so, I ask for him. And speaking of Lamelo, it's kind of funny. Like the big baller brand, and Lamelo <laughs> just came out with his own Puma sneaker. He signed nice. a contract, a, a sneaker contract with Puma, and just came out with his own brand like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, "Oh, Daddy's big baller brand isn't working out very well for you, is it now?" No, Lamello, big baller brand shoes are too fucking expensive. Who the hell's gonna pay that kind of money for shoes? Lamelo's okay. Lamelo doesn't bother me. I think Lonzo's the one that I just I just had an issue with him in college, and I'm always gonna have an issue. Lamelo's fine. Lamelo's good. So mm-hmm. Lamelo's a pretty good player. So yeah, he is. The Hornets they... are like the Hornets are like one veteran away from being good. They they have a bunch of pretty good players, but they need that. They need like when Phoenix went and got Chris Paul. The Hornets and like the Timberwolves, there's a couple teams floating around that have some really good guys in their team, but they're like one guy away from being really good. Maybe they can take somebody from the LA geriatrics. You know, they got they got a couple (laughs) veteran players over there. Is (laughs) is it Cleveland? Isn't Cleveland in talks to trade? They're they're in talks to trade uh, with the Lakers for uh, Rondo. I think right now that already happened. Did that happen? Uh, Cleveland got Rondo. I, yeah, I read it and I was like, whatever. If it happens, it happens. It's Rubio, not gonna help fucking Cleveland. Rubio's out. Piece of shit. Rubio's out for the year. So it's 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 just funny because the Lakers got Isaiah Thomas. They signed him to a ten day game, ten day, uh, ten games. Um, then they didn't extend his contract. Then he went to somewhere else too, didn't he? Just he. Well, there's somebody else. There's a lot of him. guys floating around right now because of COVID. There's a lot of guys that are getting called the day of a game or two days before a game and. Can you guys can you come play a game? Because this person's got COVID, and we don't have enough of a roster. So there's a, a bunch of guys who are well, kind of floating around right now. And I find it interesting with Isaiah Thomas. Now I don't follow the NBA like you do, um, but I remember when Isaiah Thomas he played that game when his sister no not his sister was it his sister that passed away or or his dad he had one he had one he good was a sister he had sister. one good season when he played for Boston and he fit. Right into the system there but ever after that year he's he's been nothing special right and that's what i mean like he plays for boston he plays that like game when his sister passed away had a really good game like and i think he had a 50 point game or something crazy like that he did and like he was the talk of the town and then after that season it's like what happened to isaiah thomas oh he's playing in the fucking d league (laughs) like what like what the fuck happened yeah. to this guy? Well, crazy. he had that hips. He had that hip issue too, and the hip surgery he, and all that shit he too. Was in the Kyrie, he was in the Kyrie Irving trade. Like he went to the Cavs, and yeah. Kyrie went to the Celtics. And we're not even going to talk about Kyrie because he's he's a he's a glorified hero now because he came back and played in the game because it wasn't at home or whatever. Like I'm so tired of him. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he still won't. He's still not going to get vaccinated, which means he'll never be able to play in New York because New York, <laughs> you have to be vaccinated to be indoors. So yeah, super strict with that. 
Super so it's just shit. funny. So he'll only play road games <laughs> in states that they allow you to be unvaccinated <laughs> and still collect his paycheck. Isn't that nice? Yep. <laughs> I want a job where I can collect a paycheck and not have to do it. Yeah. I was just, I'm just, like I said, Joe, I'm glad it looks like the Lakers are going to lose because I'm tired of, oh, LeBron's, they're undefeated when LeBron plays center. I've, I've been um, ignoring. <clears throat> Anytime LeBron starts getting talked on sports talk, I turn it off. <laughs> I'm I'm done listening. He is to as much the as longevity I... and Kareem Abdul Jabbar took a shot at him a couple of weeks ago when really? uh, LeBron LeBron got um fined for doing like the crotch celebration yeah. after a game or whatever, and he was like he was talking about uh, Abdul Jabbar has like his little podcast he does and whatnot. And he uh, took a pot shot at him. He's like, he's like, there's no need for that. And that's not sportsman. Like he goes, goats don't do stuff like that. And I was <laughs> like, Ooh, <laughs> it's like, you go Abdul Jabbar. I like you right now. Um, yeah. He's, he definitely seems like he's not a big fan of some of this LeBron crap that LeBron does. So I'm like, yes, a Lakers legend doesn't like the shit that you do. Kudos to you, buddy. But yeah, I've been turning stuff off. I just, I, I'm focused on the bulls. I just see, you know, the record of the Lakers and, you know, they lose and keep on losing, buddy. That's all. That's all I want to see. I, I know that they're they're in the playoffs right now because the West is actually weaker than the East from top to bottom right now, which like that yeah. hasn't happened in years. Well, yeah. So, speaking of that, I have the East the, is a lot better. I have uh, the NBA conference uh, records. So we'll quit. We'll we lost to there. Dallas tonight by like 10 or something. You know what's funny too? Like when I look at the NBA standings, and I, I started doing this probably like eight years ago. I never look at the division standings. I think division standings are just yeah. meaningless. I always they just, just look at the at conference that. records. Yeah. And when the NBA started, like I think four years ago, when you watch TV, even like the beginning of the season, they don't even show division standings. They just show the conference standings for like one through eight. It's like the divisions, like they should just get rid of the divisions. You want to keep your rivalries, you can still do that and schedule it. Well, in that manner like it is, but fuck the division. Just do conference and conference and be done. A couple of years ago, they were talking about changing the playoffs to just being the top 16 teams, not taking 18 from the East and 18 from the West. Like they were talking about just making it the top 16 teams, but then they decided to do this play-in stuff instead. So yeah, I mean, I don't mind the play-in the stuff. Lakers are losing. The Lakers are losing big time. It's they're losing by 20. Yeah, I know. That's why it's I'm, not even close. Good. They're going to yeah, lose. Keep finally. it 20. <laughs> Let's keep it. Yeah. So they're uh, gonna the be- Chargers are losing this game tonight. Yeah, they are. They're they're getting they're getting the house L- right now. Las Vegas came out to play. They came out to play. They're mm-hmm. just they're dominating, starting to dominate. 29-14. Yeah. So let's so looking at the East Conference. Okay, so just to, uh, we'll break down the t- what is it? The top seven? How many make the playoffs? The top sixteen? The top six get in, and then seven through tens in the play-in stuff. So okay, yep. so so looking at the so top technically six, the top ten right, yeah. is what you got to look at. So you got the Bulls at one, the Nets at two, the Heat at three, the Bucks at four, the Sixers at five, which kind of surprises me. Um, and that's only because they don't have their second superstar, but that kind of tells you that they don't necessarily need need him. They um, don't just because he, he wasn't adding enough to the team to make that team that much better. Uh, Cleveland at six, 
the Raptors at seven, the Hornets at eight, the Wizards at nine, and the Celtics at ten. Which the Celtics at ten is kind of sad because they've got the losing record. And yep, the Wizards and the are five hundred. So and let's yeah, go over, to over to the West, though, and you got a bunch of teams under five hundred that would be in the playoffs right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you got the Suns at one, which they're just they're killing it. Them and the Warriors are killing it right now. Um, Warriors are two. Jazz are three. The God. Grizzlies are four. The, the Kings Mavericks are, are sixteen five. to twenty-five. Ugh. The Lakers are six, and that's only because <laughs> they went on a tear recently and had four wins. Uh, the Nuggets are at seven at 19 and 18. The Timberwolves are at eight at 20 and 20. The Clippers are at uh, nine at 20 and 21. And the Kings are at 10 at 16 and 25. Now that's terrible. Um, because if you look at the East, the Celtics are at 10. And yes, they have a losing record, but they're 19 and 21. It's only two games. Where the Kings, that's nine games. So the East is better top to bottom, but like, I think. I mean, there is a lot of season left. There's still, it's still over half the season. You could argue the three best teams are in the West right now, though. Probably. I don't like. Right. If you're talking about the three best. Yeah. With the Suns and the Warriors and the uh, the Jazz. I would say that those three teams and the Bulls are probably the four best teams in the NBA right now. So I just don't know if Brooklyn – we don't know what, if Kyrie's only going to play on, on road games. Like, I don't know how long that's going to last, and I, I just – I don't want them to win. So – I almost Buc- feel like it would be beneficial for their record to lo- in losing sense if Kyrie played every game because I don't think those, those big names can coexist at, on a daily basis. I think that's what hurt them last year. The Bucs are kind of much. underachieving right now, but I'm sure the Bucs, like, when they'll be there – in the end, probably. So probably, yeah. I mean, the, the only reason I would say the West is definitely the 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 to the, the one to possibly still win is just because the Suns and the Warriors are proven winners. Like we know they win. Well, the Warriors win. The Suns choked last year in the finals. Well, yeah, I mean they did choke in the finals. You know they they kind of fell still. apart. But still, we know that they can win. We know that they could be easily in the finals again. Still a top tier team. The reason I that I don't I worry about the East and whether they can win, you know, the NBA championship is because the top. Just looking at the top five, you know, the Bulls, the Bulls haven't. And help me out here, Joe. You you know better as a Bulls fan than I do. Um, the Bulls really haven't had like that kind of season no they haven't been relevant for several years right so. and they haven't when's the last time they were in the playoffs i don't know i, I honestly don't. the year rondo and d wade were on the team yeah so that's quite a quite a while ago uh the nets fell apart in the in the playoffs last year the heat i can't remember what happened with them last year in the, the, the heat the heat are the heat are might be the best team in the in the east when they're healthy because Jimmy Butler is the 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 biggest thing with them is Tyler Hero is playing much better this year than he did last year. He kind of had the sophomore sump last year and he's mm-hmm. having a much better season again this year. So the Heat have Jimmy Butler, they have pieces and they have Tyler Hero. So I think Miami by the end of the season, I would not be shocked if Miami ends up in the finals. So right. if I was picking a team out of the East, 
right now I might take Miami. So, and you got the Bucks. Usually get to the finals. You got the Bucks. We know what they did last year. Mm -hmm. Um, The Sixers, as a Sixers fan, I'm still suspect because I got to see what they can do in the playoffs. Last year, they, in my opinion, they should have been in the playoffs. They should have beat Atlanta. That shouldn't have been even that that series shouldn't have been even close. Yeah. Um, but it, it was what it was, you know, so that you got the top five teams in the, in the East that you just don't, besides the books, you just don't know <laughs> what you're really going to get when it comes playoff time. Like it's, it's suspect. The other thing, the, the other thing too, is, you know, what's the NBA going to do? Cause they made an agreement several weeks ago about all these 10 day contracts that, that they're allowing the teams to sign that, that, that are not going against the salary cap because of, <clears throat> No COVID oh. and whatnot. So is, is this co- is COVID going to die down when the playoffs start? Are they going to allow, <laughs> you know, the, the teams to keep this up? You know, keep a fifteen man roster like actively in case you know someone tests positive in the playoffs, so they have players to play. So you don't have a playoff game where there's, you know, say the Bucks only have eight players <laughs> to play this whole game in a playoff series. You know what I mean? So. We'll see how that plays because a lot of these teams, I don't know, for like the Bulls signed five or six guys in the past three weeks to like multiple 10-day contracts because of so many guys being like on the, the COVID list. So they like none of these teams have really been able to like have good like, I mean, we just we won nine in a row until tonight, but like we had multiple guys out who really haven't been playing, you know, playing together that much. So that's going to be the biggest point after all-star break is how it goes. And all these, maybe teams they like need to go back to being the healthy. Or nah. a semi-bubble, something that these guys are restricted as far as who they're interacting with and where they're able. I just shouldn't say where they're able to go, but just something to restrict them because the NBA goes moves out of all the, out of any league, I feel like the NBA moves around the most. Like they're Them constantly. Hockey. Yeah, hockey does too, but I feel like hockey. Eh, I guess hockey hockey's does more of an amount. Hockey's more has more of an issue because there's more Canadian teams, so that's more of a in and out of a country type of as, aspect of it. Yeah, but no, no, it's yeah, it's 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 interesting. I mean, we'll see. It's a good start. You know, it's a good start to the season. I'm not going to lie. It's it's good to yeah. see a lot of these teams, you know, some good games and whatnot. You know, COVID's... Yeah. I'm going to have to actually tune in and watch some watch some of the Sixers games because the fact that the issue is not present in their lineup on a daily basis anymore. Uh, and I'd like to see some of these younger players that they got right now working with him. Tyrese Maxey. I know. Yeah, that Maxey's a hell of a player. Like he really came into his own out last year in the in the when they got to the playoffs, um, in that and he's from from what I've seen on the highlights and stuff like that, he's having a pretty damn good season again. He's he's in trade. I, he keeps being the person I see in trade packages with Ben Simmons, though. Like he keeps being the person I see in the trade packages with Ben Simmons. So oh, yeah, well they can't they can't even they can't dump that motherfucker off on nobody. <laughs> like nobody's no like, one wants him. They're like, oh yeah, we'll take. Yeah, nobody's like, yeah, we'll take Ben Simmons. Sure, he sounds great. Yeah, they're like, nope. Why the fuck would we want this guy? He can't fucking shoot. Like he can't shoot free throws and he can't shoot from the field. Like why do we want this guy? He's like nobody. No, like no one wants him. And and what drives me nuts is that they gave him that huge ass fucking contract for what? 
it, it 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 never made sense like to me at all like when you're talking about a player who's supposed to be a star that is not does not have a does not have a round of game like his game is one dimensional it is drive with a pass or just pass because he won't drive when they when it matters because he can't shoot a free throw and he doesn't want to go to the line like he has yep. he is not a leader of a team he is he is one dimensional as a player and i hate to say it because he's being one dimensional as he is he's a he's a, definitely an nba caliber player but yeah now when you're playing he against people issues. that know that you're one dimensional and know that you can't do certain things they take advantage of that and you hurt your team so now what good are you you know, and it's sad to say, because I think the guy could be really, really good if he could really up his game. If he could get that next, that just get a mid-range shot, something mid, that, that he could shoot mid-range. You know, he doesn't have to bomb threes away. There's other guys that people on teams that can bomb threes if you get on the right team. But he's got to have a mid-range. Like, you got to have a mid-range shot. It's just the vital part of the NBA. Come on, Lottie Vidoc. Lottie Vidoc. Vladi Divac. Vladi. I can't say his. I'm putting his first and last name together. Lottie Divac. I'm saying Vladi. Lottie Divac. Even even he had a mid range shot. It wasn't great, but he had a mid range shot. Yep. And you would never say that he was like a freaking athletic player of any sort. Like he was definitely a low post player, but he had a mid range. And he could pass. Yeah. He's a good passing big man, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tim Duncan, too. Tim Duncan, he was a post player, but he had that 12 to 15 shot foot shot that he could, you know, drop anytime. You know, he was dangerous. Oh, he was. <laughs> he was. He was more than dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Me and, me and Jay were actually talking about this the other day. I think Duncan might be the classiest NBA player like I've ever seen. Like. That guy never did. He got those double technicals in that one game for some bullshit thing and got thrown out. And I don't, I think he only had like a very minimal amount of technical fouls in his whole career. I think Rasheed Wallace had more technicals in one season than Tim Duncan had in his whole career. Oh, Rasheed Wallace had a big mouth. <laughs> it, he was fun to watch, but he had a big mouth on him he, that got himself in trouble too many he times. Actually, he actually mm-hmm. had I was looking at something the other day and it was like NBA records that will not be broken. And he was on there for most technical fouls in a season. (laughs) He got 41 technical fouls in a season. Damn. (laughs) That is just utterly ridiculous. That's what that is. So Duncan was a, Duncan was a special. We, 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 I know Pat doesn't like the NBA as much as the rest of us, but we got pretty lucky because we, we got to see we got to see Duncan, we got to see Jordan, we got to see Bird, we got to see Magic, we've gotten to see Steph. As much as I hate to put LeBron in there, we've seen LeBron. We we've seen some of the best Kobe. Like, NBA Kobe. We've seen some of the best players, NBA players of Hakeem Olajuwon, Shaq in our lifetime. We've seen a lot of the greatest of all time type guys in our lifetime. And speaking of Kobe, when you know what I find interesting, like everybody's like, "Oh, LeBron's so great. LeBron's this. LeBron's go." But you know what? I never hear kids say when they shoot the ball. Even to this day, I never hear him go, "Oh, LeBron." I hear him go, <laughs> "Kobe." You know, Cooks go <laughs> Jordan <laughs> or Jordan. You know, or staff. Even I don't. Kirk I don't ever hear a kid go, "Oh, LeBron." You know, I never hear <laughs> that come out of a kid's mouth, which is funny to me. 
Like kids emulate, like I did it as a kid too. I emulated my favorite players. Like I wanted to be the Charles Barkley, you know, I, I wanted to be this guy or that guy, but, and I know kids like to be like, pretend they're LeBron, but you just never hear that come out of their mouth when they shoot a shot. You know, it's just, it's interesting uh, to, to, to do that. I did see something the other day. I saw something the other day where somebody was talking about bird and how bird was just, like cold hearted with this trash talk. And I saw somebody say bird was one of the greatest trash talkers, like of all oh, time. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> you know, he's, I've heard it before, but they, they were talking about like at that three point contest when he walked in and said, who's finished in second tonight to everybody. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they still talk about it because he's like, they're like, he never took off his warm up cat coat. Yeah. And he, he never and took off his warm up jacket. <laughs> turned around when he shot the ball because he knew it was going in like how cocky do you have to be to turn around when you shoot and that that he needed that shot to win the the contest to mm-hmm. shoot the ball and turn around and put that finger in there knowing it's going in like that's 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 cold-hearted right there <laughs> it is but i'll still say one of the craziest shots i ever shot saw was was uh steph shoot like yeah it's it's quite a few years ago now but he closed his eyes and shot like he shot his with his eyes closed a three pointer and fucking choosh. Well, he, done. he he does it a lot. Man. He does it a lot where he makes the shot and he turns around because he knows he he does that a lot. Like he's probably done that five or six times in his career where he's made a shot at three and turned around, walked back down because he because he knew it was going in. Like he's done that multiple times in his career. Yeah, so. but to be able to make a shot with your eyes closed. Well, Jordan, uh, Jordan made a free throw with his eye shut at least once. <laughs> so yeah, I used to do that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, free throws I can see. Like that's a pretty standard shot, especially I, I, if you're a good free throw I shooter. Free, I can do free throws with my eyes shut. I've done that in horse with people a bunch of times. Like I can make free throws with my eyes shut. So yeah. they, I saw. Uh, I, I I told you I was telling Joe that this. So I don't. I don't talk to a lot of like customers about basketball. I pick and choose who I have conversations with, especially because well, in Cleveland. Well, you're yeah. being in Ohio. That's, that's kind of tough. So, <laughs> so this, this guy came in though, and he was all, he had a Kobe jacket on. He had, a, I could see he had a Kobe t-shirt on. So I said, Oh, I Kobe's your favorite player of all time. I'm guessing he's like, yeah, Kobe was my dude. And I'm just like, are you a Lakers fan? Are you a Kobe fan? He's like, Oh, I'm a diehard Lakers fan. And okay. And I, one quick um, interruption. The Chargers just got a fumble off of David Carr. They knocked the ball out of David Carr. It is right now 29 to 22 with the Chargers having the ball on the uh, Las Vegas 20. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Continue your Kobe so, story, sir. So I was like, oh, I'm a Celtics fan. And I told him, I was like, I grew up a Celtics fan. And he was like, so who's your two, like, who's your all time favorite Celtics players? And I'm like, Larry Bird and Paul Pierce. And he's like, that's good. He's like, that's, who you should pick in our, in our lifetime. So he was like, that's who I, you know, the, the, so I was like, I was like, so you're a Lakers fan. And I'm like, I said something to him about LeBron. Cause he said he didn't really like the Lakers with LeBron. He didn't really like LeBron being on the Lakers. So then I was like, Oh, do you not like LeBron? He's like, no, I, he's like, I really like LeBron. And at that point I chose to not do the Jordan LeBron thing. I said, I could go this route, but I'm going to, I'm not going to do this. The guy was closer to our age. So I feel like maybe, he would have been a Jordan guy, but I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go the other direction. So I, I, I said something to him. I said, Steph Curry's my favorite player. 
And the guy was like, Steph is a bad motherfucker. Like he's like, Steph is, and this is a Lakers fan. So this, this is a big deal to me. This is a Lakers fan telling me that if Steph wins one more championship, he's the best point guard of all time, even over magic Johnson. And I'm like, wow, that's a Lakers fan saying that Steph could jump magic Johnson as the best point guard of all time if he wins another ring. And I, I'm biased to Steph. So, like, I'm going to say that. But to hear somebody else say that makes me say, okay, maybe this isn't that far-fetched that even though Steph isn't really a point guard, that's the position the NBA puts him as. He's a point guard. So when mm-hmm. – if he wins another ring and he's got four rings and let's say he wins another MVP too, how do you not put him above Magic then? And he's changed the game just as much as Magic did now. So it's just yeah, interesting yeah. to hear Steph Curry's name starting to come up is, you know, to me, he's one of the top 10 players of all time. I don't know how you, maybe he's nine or 10, but I don't know how you can't have him in the top 10 right now. Like he broke the three point record. He's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting to hear his name starting to come up in those discussions now. So I don't know yeah, what happened in the Chargers game in the Chargers game, but somehow they didn't call it a fumble or they didn't recover the fumble. I could have swore they recovered the fumble, but I don't think they called it a fumble because they ended up punting. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's only two minutes left then. Yeah. Chargers have the ball, though. Yeah, they do have the ball, so that's good. So what were you about to say there, Joe? Um, Oh. You know, Steph's not really a, a point guard, but they put him at that. And Magic really wasn't a point guard because he was like more of a point forward. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A six seven, six eight point forward, you know, that played center in the NBA finals for the uh You're right, Joe. for the, that's, that's for the Lakers. Point. That's a good point. He wasn't really a point like and Steph's more like a combo guard, but they don't yeah. combo guard's not a position in the NBA. So <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just weird. Like it's you've had players that have kind of technically played out of position per se, if you want to put in those terms, but well, especially magic. Cause he ended up uh, playing center there for yeah. a little bit. He's so I don't want to hear about LeBron playing center because forward. yeah, I know <laughs> magic did it first and he won a fucking NBA championship doing that shit for them. <laughs> the real Laker. All right. Yeah. We can talk about something. So Pat can get involved again. Well, that's all right. Pat doesn't need to talk anymore. He's good. We can talk about Boba Fett. Did we? Did everybody watch Boba Fett? I watched the first episode. Yes, I did not oh, watch the Jeremy, second episode the, yet. The second episode is so good, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, I didn't get a chance to see it. I know it's out. I just didn't get a chance to watch it. There's a lot Boba, in it, man. But yeah, did you watch the second episode, Pat? Of course I did. Did you think it? I thought it was awesome. Did you like it or? Uh, yeah, you know, intriguing. Still, I mean. So trying to guess as to where they might be going with it and not really sure, but that's that's a good thing. So you're right. Well, I must say I enjoyed the first episode immensely because I liked having that backstory. Like yes, how yes. we got out yes. of the Sarlacc. Yeah. And you continue that on to you know, episode two as well. I, yeah. I of course had a different thought when they were showing him getting out of the Sarlacc. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because uh, how was there a stormtrooper in there? <laughs> well, it was just something we never saw before, though. So. Yes. Well, I mean, um, it takes seven thousand years for them to devour and die. That's <laughs> slow death. <laughs> um, so it's um, 
what I thought was kind of interesting too is because um, I was watching another. Th- I was well, I found a YouTube video that I just randomly came across it was with Patton Oswald, and I don't, and I don't know if anybody okay. knows who that is. He's a comedian. Yeah, he was yep. talking about how they should like. This whole scene, the whole scene with him and Boba Fett, and how he escapes the Sarlacc and everything. He was he, like, doing he stru- that years ago. Yeah, he described that scene like to a fucking T, like yeah, was, ten years it was, ago. <laughs> it, was, it was from an episode of Parks and Recreation where he was. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a scene that they didn't air all of it in the episode proper, but they aired. They, they uploaded like the whole scene onto like the. Uh, um on the internet or whatever it was like he was like trying to like filibuster like a city council meeting because he wasn't happy with something i don't remember exactly what it was now because it's been several years since that was on um but yeah that that's that's what he was doing is he was you know he was coming out he, he had some big convoluted idea the whole thing was incredible uh still like this like rant that he went on so um yeah you know it's 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 a highly entertaining piece of uh trivia i guess you could say yeah Jeremy, i didn't realize just, that was from parks and recreation but that's just really funny how he like in in part another show like describes how that scene should happen and it's almost like to a t how that scene happens in the, it's crazy, the show right? <laughs> jeremy i know you've been in uh covet quarantine but you need to get your ass to the theater and see spider-man I'd have to see the one before. I'd have to see the two before that. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Spider-Man movies, man. Well, you can watch the other ones on. Or I don't, are they on Disney Plus or not? No, because uh, Sony still owns no. them. I think they won't yeah, fucking they, give they them up. They're a bunch yeah. of douches. Yeah, they Listen here, Sony. Plus right now, is it Sony or is it Fox? Who owns that Sony. shit? Sony. Yeah, I know it's on. They're starting to show it on TV now. One of the channels, I forget which one. Jeremy, I mean, yeah, you haven't seen. You need to go see this one though, Jeremy, before you see spoilers and it ruins it for you. Yeah, because uh, it's got the the day. Because I originally what I saw in the in the preview, um, Doctor Strange is in this one, right? He's yes. part yes. of part of this one, so they didn't take that out completely. Maybe changed it a little bit, but they, you know, they left that in. He's one hundred percent in it. Oh yeah. yeah. So because Peter Parker wants to have it that nobody knows who Spider Man is or some shit like that. So this, uh, this, fuck Joe, the other two. You just go see this one. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Seriously. Like for me, Jeremy, this I don't know where Pat would for like me. It's it's one of the best Marvel movies of all time. Like Joe has it number one. So that you have to go see this movie, Jeremy. This is like one of the better marvel movies ever not just it's the best spider-man movie for sure but it's it's something you just need to, if you see spoilers and it ruins it for you it's not going to be as much fun if you see it in the theater well so. i like that doc ock is in it again yeah i saw that he's in it and it they now it, it don't i don't want you to ruin anything but i'm guessing because of the fact that they're reusing the original guy that played doc ock from the toby Maguire movies yes that mm-hmm. He's traveled into that multiverse of that, yes. and that's why we see him again. Because Correct. I was like, it doesn't make sense to use him because he fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't come back to life. So I was guessing that he goes into the mall. He's part of the multiverse, yes. and he's like actually back in time, fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Doc yes. Ock again. So that's pretty yes. interesting. So I guess that. So you didn't ruin anything for me there. But that's I think that's pretty cool. I like how they're using incorporating the multiverse of Spider-Man into it into that movie. Yes. And so. that's one of the things that makes it cool, Jeremy. I just like I said, it's a really There's multiple good, things. It's yeah, it's it's a really good movie, Jeremy. <laughs> It'll shed some tears as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe if Marissa Tomei gets naked, then I, you know, share shed some tears because I'd cry beside. I'd be happy. She's hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd be shedding more than tears. I don't know. About this, I feel like something else would be going on there, not involving tears, but uh, well, they'd be tears of joy. <laughs> and then I'd have to go home, <laughs> take it out of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so that Lord, if, Lord, Lord. next time you go to the movies jeremy that should be what you're going to see even if you have to go see it by yourself you probably should go yeah, see that i i could, i'll be honest with you i could not tell you the last time i went to a movie theater to see a movie it's been that long i think the last movie yep the last movie was star wars the last star wars movie that's the last movie i saw in the theaters I just want to go the see Gen The Last Christmas Jedi Day. was the last time I been to movie theaters. You mean the Rise of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker, yes. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker. You didn't go sorry. see Endgame in the theater? Nope. What'd you say, Joe? No, did I? Did I see that in the theater? I saw Sing Two on Christmas Day. <laughs> I might have saw Endgame in the theater. That's my last movie. Oh no! I oh didn't. no! No, I... I went to go see uh, the Kingsman prequel. What's the I Kingsman go... to prequel to what? The, the, the Kingsman King. prequel to the other one, the other two. I might, I might go see. It shows you how the Kingsman started. Oh, what's what were the other two? What they were, were all called? called Kingsman. Oh, they were all called yeah. the Kingsman. Yes. One was oh, like never, the I Golden didn't... Circle or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was other Kingsman movies. I thought that was the first one. No. Because I didn't pay attention to that series. Oh, no, it's good. It's cool. It's different. Pat, I've heard good go things see? about the screen you went movie, to see though. Today, Pat, what'd you go see? Uh, I saw West Side Story, finally. Oh. Mm. The new West Side Story. Ooh. And how was that? Uh, I mean, you're always going to inevitably compare it to the original. I thought it was better than the original in some aspects. I thought it wasn't as good as the original in some aspects, and I'm not a big fan of the original because I've just always found the fucking premise <sighs> even for a musical, I've always found the premise absurd. We're gonna fight with knives tonight. Basically. It looks like the Chargers are driving with 40 seconds left. They did, yep. they did, an, they did an SNL sketch in the mid 90s like when norm mcdonald was still on the show which was like a parody of west side story or like the uh the two like street gangs like you know meet up with each other and they they're like they're more interested in like singing and dancing than fighting and shit so like that's it's kind of always been my uh so it kind of always been my feeling for west side story um the uh the, the two lead actors, like the, the guy in it's the guy from Baby Driver. Yeah. I don't think a lot of him. Um, he was better than I thought he would be, which, you know, was, was fine. The girl 
I know she's the right ethnicity and everything, but again, when comparing it to the original, she's not someone I could see somebody spotting for the first time and instantly falling madly in love with. Um, uh, her name is Rachel Ziegler, I think. It just is kind of like her first. This is like her first big role, if not first role altogether. I think. Um, gotcha. they, they basically did like a, an open casting type thing. But I'm like, she's not as pretty as Natalie Wood was back in the 1961 version. Uh, of course, Natalie Wood was obviously not Hispanic. Um, and this is cruel, but <laughs> I could I just I just couldn't help but think of this when I was watching her a lot in this movie. Um, there was a joke on Family Guy several years ago where they were um, they were like breaking into. Peter's father-in-law's like a vault at like his one house to to rob him. Mm-hmm. And Quag- Quagmire is like the one who's like breaking into the vault and he's like, it's like, oh no, the six-inch solid steel vault door. Good thing I have Reese Witherspoon's chin with me. Yeah. <laughs> and he pulls out, you know, pulls out Reese Witherspoon and uses her chin to cut through it. When I was watching this girl in this in this movie, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that she could have been substituted in for Reese Witherspoon in that gag now because she's she has a bit of a prominent chin. So, like huh. I said, like I said, it's that's got a cruel. strong jaw. Yeah, you know that that's cruel and everything. But I mean, again, she was just fine and everything. It's just it it was two and a half hours long. Two and a half hours. Good lord. Yeah. I'm not saying through no two and a half hour musical. Plus well, it's, a yeah, it's not a musical the whole way. Luckily, it wasn't. It wasn't like where it's all singing. Fortunately, um, but I mean, I, I've mentioned this before in the last few weeks. Again, it's just like it seems like every fucking movie I've gone and seen recently, and I was saying like back to dating back to like September. It's felt way too long in the theaters. Now, some of this might be because of the fact that for a lot of these movies that I've been seeing recently, I've been driving an hour and 15 minutes to, to the theater in Princeton so I can go see it with my dad. You know, so that might be having an impact on it too. But so many of these movies just like they feel longer than their runtime is. It, like, the, like the pacing is off or it's like they could just be it's like, you know, hey, idiots, you could have edited this scene out and nobody would have given a shit. So it's that could be it too. It's 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 very it's been very frustrating with it because but it seems like because it seems like almost every single movie I've seen over the last three or four months has been between two and two and a half hours long. Uh I mean like the only one that the only one that I don't think was that long was the Venom sequel. And the only ones that I can think of that I saw that I didn't feel like like or I started like nodding off during were Shang Chi and Spider Man, but like everything else, whether it was Shang Chi was good. Whether, yeah, it was, like, whether it was Eternals or No Time to Die or Nightmare Alley or Licorice Pizza, which I saw yesterday, or The King's Man or West Side Story or um, uh, now I can't even fucking remember everything that I've seen. Um, but they all had their points where it was just like, okay, this is this is too long. This is paced too slowly. This, you know, it's like, come on, you know. Let's 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 move it along here. So, um, but I don't really know what's behind that. I don't know if it's because the directors have too much control or what, but I don't know. 
I mean, obviously, this this version of West Side Story was directed by Steven Spielberg. Obviously, nobody's telling him what to do with his movie. You know? so, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, but some of the, some of these other movies, you would think that they would have had somebody, especially when it comes to like the Marvel movies and the Bond movie and and everything like that. You're pretty sure there's some kind of like you know driving force as far as like your producer or whatever who's basically standing over the shoulder saying, uh, "You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, you're not fully in charge here." So. Mm-hmm. Very true. And uh, I have no idea what's going to win at the Oscars this year. It's um, feels like it's a bit of a wide open field. It seems like the movies that I keep seeing as like the top contenders haven't really been seen by a lot of people, which I mostly blame on, you know, the, the pandemic and everything. But it's also once again been one of those years where um, the Oscar contenders are not the popular films, which is, I mean, generally the way it's been for for a while now. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. So, so Pat, if you were, I'm going to change the subject. If you were, I know that there's things if out of you were a hamburger. What kind of hamburger if, would you? I eat? know there's things out of people's <laughs> control, but if you would have been at day one last week and got there and they said Roman Reigns and you went to see Roman, would you have been pissed? <laughs> Probably. I mean, you know, of course you can't do anything about it because of that fun little disclaimer. Part subject, subject to change. Subject to change, but yeah. I, I, mean, said, I know you said you have a conspiracy theory, Pat. I can't see Roman agreeing to doing that. So. Why? It didn't cost him anything. Principle-wise, I can't see him doing that. No, I can't either, but I mean, he was back on the show Friday night, wasn't he? Yeah, but everybody's the quarantine period is, is shorter for some places now, not longer. Yeah, so. I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, WWE is capable of it for sure. There's no no doubt about that. that that's, they don't care about morals. Yeah, WWE. <laughs> Roman, you get out there and wrestle. Roman, you got COVID. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't. Your ears falling off. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you'll get out there and wrestle when I say you will you're an independent contractor <laughs> facts it surprisingly Pat is I when you texted and said there went the pay-per-view that that the, the five-way match actually was entertaining so well, I, I, I think I think that um oh I think the refs are going to kiss I think I also had posted that before they announced Lesnar was it was in the. Uh, oh, you just posted it when they said Roman was out, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like ninety percent sure of that. Yeah, you probably did. I was not here. I didn't get here. I wasn't here like until before it started. Like I wasn't. I had to work, so I wasn't. I didn't get home and eat dinner. I I didn't know about that till the, I turned the pre-show on. And by then they had already decided it was a five way. I hadn't seen like I had seen that Roman was out, but I had not seen that they made it. And I heard them talking about a five way. And I'm like, what are they talking about? This match is only a four way. And then I was like, oh, oh, now I understand. So that match could have been longer, actually, because the match itself was somewhat entertaining. I actually would have been okay if it would have been a little bit longer. So I mean, Alexa Bliss comes back next week or Ooh, tomorrow. For the 17th well, time. We're gonna get the, 
her track, her journal back to Raw or whatever. So I don't know if she's. I don't know if we're just gonna get a promo thing with her or yeah, we'll get something the, from her. Charger scored, huh? I don't know. It's well, I'm a little, I must be a little behind because yeah. uh, well, they're, I'm, they're I'm reviewing a catch right now. I'm on Bleacher Report, so the, the, the tie possibility. Yes, <laughs> yes, the game is tied right now. Oh, they're going to overtime. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Could the Steelers get screwed? Yeah, I doubt it. I oh, doubt man. It. I mean, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss is coming back perfect. They, that's another body in the Royal Rumble. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm guessing since she's coming back again, she must have got injured again. No, they wrote her off TV so they could change her no. character. Oh, okay. No, they wanted to get rid of the was, uh, uh, the creepy. It was, just, it, it was a circumstance where a creative has nothing for you. Well, they needed to get the I, the bad taste out of our mouth of her with her special powers and all that garbage. So yeah, plus they, yeah, you know, since getting rid of Bray Wyatt, they didn't want to keep her going in that that character anymore either. Which makes sense, you know. Even though she was creepy sexy with those contacts and some of the other stuff, but you know, yeah, here we that's go. Just me. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> creepy sexy. <laughs> mm. That's just me. Ooh, a minute 15 left, and the uh, Lakers have pulled within eight. No, me, me, think with, me think with my boners. Fucking LeBron. Hey, don't make fun of me. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of you, I was directed at Joe. Whatever. Me and Joe were like the same person. Both think with our penis. Oh, that's a high scoring (sighs) game, too. Yeah, 126 to 118. Defense. Well, the Lakers are outscoring the Memphis in the fourth quarter, 35 to 19. Come on, Grizzlies. Let's go. It's like it's like Memphis forgot how to score this quarter. Brad's got 35, so that to match his age. Yeah. Yeah, it's down to yeah, well, it's down to seven. Jesus. Fucking goddamn it. What a meltdown. Wow. Morant only has 15 points. Yeah, and this has been when he's been taking over like playing big in games at the end. He's been making big shots at the end of games, too. There was I a didn't know, I didn't know Pat McAfee played for the Chargers. That that kicker was pumped up after he made that extra point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I think I he's gonna get on the get on camera and fucking start mouthing off to the other team. Around, <laughs> I watched a a thing the other day. It was like it was recent, like it was in like the last month. It was a guy. He had like the top, like the fifteen best like wrestling themes, like currently of of people currently wrestling. It was mm-hmm. a it was a pretty good list. Hey, he had Edge number one. I don't know if I would have had Edge number one. I would have had him in the top five. I don't know if I would have had Edge number one. I'm not saying I completely disagree with it. Oh, you but... think you know me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he had Edge one. I think CM Punk was in the top five. Uh, he had Nakamura. He had Finn Balor. He had Adam Cole's new music. Is uh, if he is uh, Punk using cultural personality oh, yeah. over an AEW? A- a- oh, w- yeah. Punk, Punk can't use anything other than that for the rest of his career. <laughs> this is the best theme music right here. Oh, 
guys don't know what this is, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> that sounds like Batman, the original Batman theme music. Well, it's a theme song, so I threw it in there. Well, now, now there's only 25 that was, seconds. It sounded there. like Batman. Was I wrong with that? It, it does oh, it kind of sound a little bit, but it was Spider-Man. Uh, original Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You're talking Spider- like 1970s Spider-Man shit. Spider-Man. Right. There's only like 20 seconds left now, and they're up by eight, Joe. So at least now that's over. Does whatever oh, the Spider-Pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's a pig. <laughs> Remember after that separate uh, movie? Yes. Oh, it's funny. Oh man, yeah, it, is it is almost midnight. Damn, got late quick. Yeah, it did. It gets late early around here. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They say you never you never heard that yogiism before. No. What in wisdom of Yogi Berra, my friend? You know, this is the man who. This is the man who, when he was asked if he wanted his pizza cut into four slices or eight, he said, "Better make it four. I don't think I could eat eight. Mm-hmm. This is the man who, when he was asked about a certain restaurant, I don't remember which one, he said, "Nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded." On that note, maybe we're uh-huh. done. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like dad jokes, but in reverse. (laughs) Uh, Joe, what are you playing us? This is that something. So I just, I've never seen Spotify do this before. So I just started playing that. And at the bottom of the bar, it shows like, like how long the song is. It shows progression. And I've never seen this before. And I got to start looking at other stuff. But when I started playing it, a lightsaber just showed up at the progression bar. And as it starts playing, it shows like the lightsaber like turning on. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. I'll show you. You're gonna show us. Ooh. Show us your yeah. saber. <laughs> that's that's only for special people. <laughs> we gotta we gotta give the people what they want, you know. Uh-oh, this game might be over I soon. I see. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I've never seen that like before. I was like, whoa, what the hell? I do not see. Well, I must be behind. It was up. It was he had it up a little bit higher and I saw it. Now everybody's pictures are over it. Oh, is that better? Yeah, now you can see it. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I'm like, oh, look at that Spotify being all kinds of fancy and shit. Well, then. Oh, okay. Yeah, I fi- it finally came through at the last second. Now it's back to no, no. Now your pictures are back. But yeah, I got rid of it. Whatever. I I must have a bad connection. Bad connection. Uh, Pat, did you uh, did you happen to see? Did you see when Phoenix got fucked up on at the end of Dynamite the other night when he dislocated his elbow and it looked like he broke his arm? I heard about it. I didn't see it. I'm not keen to. Looking injuries like they, that. Yeah, showed the replay like three times. It was like, stop showing the replay of this guy getting fucking hurt. Yeah, it was just weird because I kept showing different angles of it and whatnot. I'm like, oh my god, it looks horrendous. Like, please. <laughs> Again, yeah, his, arm, his arm nope. was like at like 
turned the wrong direction, Jeremy, when he went through the after he went through the table. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> that once like again, his arm went. <laughs> That, that that once again reminds me of an old SNL sketch where it was like uh, Adam Driver was the host that night and he and uh, I think probably Beck Bennett were doing Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels calling a Sunday night game. And uh, they were talking about how whatever team it was, I think Green Bay was down to their fourth string quarterback because of the other guys got injured. And Pete Davidson was playing the quarterback, and he gets he gets hit, and his legs get bent back and like completely backwards. And like, oh my god, that is awful! That is terrible! It's just nauseating to look at. Let's see it again from a different angle. <laughs> and they just keep replaying it over and over again. And eventually, they go down and like he's like on like a gurney on the sideline, and the they're like they're running, they're wanting to get a word with the doctor, and it's Keenan Thompson, and he's just all like, nope, uh, uh-uh, not talking about this. <laughs> it, it was like that it was like AEW's like oh look let's keep showing this replay no let's not keep showing this replay of this guy getting yeah. hurt oh, or Vegas uh, kicked a field goal yep or uh, no how did I get behind on a live feed <laughs> that far behind too Lewis Black did a routine where he was talking about the fallout from the uh, uh, the Janet Jackson uh Nipple breast exposure, breast exposure from the Super Bowl halftime show. He's like, you know, it was like, and the next morning, my beloved country lost its mind because every news show you turn on was like, holy shit, did you hear about what happened at the Super Bowl last night? Janet Jackson's breast was exposed and it was indecent. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was shocking. Let's take a look at the video. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let's see some boobs. It's 902. We haven't seen the tit since nine. Let's take a look at the tit again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny sometimes with the stupidity. And like a good so boob. funny. Yeah. Peekaboo boob. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> you know that shit was planned. You know Justin Timberlake didn't do that by accident. <laughs> Janet Jackson was like, I want you to show my tit on TV. Let's see if they catch it. Jan Jackson was like, I need to, uh, you know, have my name in the news again. So, oh, Pat, did you did you see any of the MJF and CM Punk had a good promo again this week? No, I did not. I'd like, probably have to go back and rewatch that and find that. Yeah, Punk was like, uh, MJF was teasing. Like, MJF's like totally teasing this. I can jump ship when my contract's up because everybody wants me. So he's like, yeah, but his contract's up in like two years. So yeah. Like, so he was like, Punk, your hero, Piper, main event of WrestleMania. Did you ever main event WrestleMania? And Punk was like, hey, MJF, you can go be on the fourth night of a buy one, get one free extravaganza. <laughs> Before you get released. <laughs> it was quite funny. It was quite. So they, they continue to use, like, it's okay to me if Punk and MJF take pot shots at WWE, but AEW as a whole, no. But if the two of them want, because I think CM Punk is enjoying taking his pot shots at WWE, I actually think he's enjoying it. So if he wants to do that, let him do it. I mean, I'm okay with them doing it because like they've established it as a thing that they are doing. Yes. But don't let anybody else do it. Because you have multiple, if you start having Multiple people do it. 
one you water one year watering it down yes yeah. yep. that's the biggest problem um uh but then it, it also just it, it comes off very very petty then so you, you gotta That's us. you gotta pick your battles and all that other fun yeah. shit that they talk about when it comes to that kind of stuff Pat, did you actually watch? Did you watch day one or not? I want to say I watched the last hour. Okay, so you didn't see. So I saw like the Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James. Woo! <laughs> I saw the, the Becky Lynch Liv Morgan match, and then I saw the the Fatal Five Way. So you missed the the awkward when like when Miz was fighting Edge, and the camera cut back to Beth Phoenix, and I saw didn't play. I did see I did I I did see that match too because I think I think actually literally when I turned it on was when Edge was coming up through the okay uh, and brood. To, 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 to the brood music yeah that was really awkward right Pat when the camera panned back to her and she was just standing there like waiting for her music to hit yeah yeah it's like that's somebody the kind of you. That's the kind of shit you don't expect out of WWE because they're usually, you know, right on with their anything that's production related. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it, it was interesting in a not good way. <laughs> Indeed. So how did you make this fucking error? It was a little I, odd. So I have one other. I want have one football thing that I wanted to mention. I found this very interesting. So. Saturday, they were calling it the weekend Monday night football game. I fucking hated that with a passion. <laughs> oh, you mean that is so the, stupid. Yeah, they were calling it the, the Monday night doubleheader on Saturday or whatever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which made no so sense. So fucking dumb. And it drove me nuts because, and I thought it was a mess up at first until I heard nope. them say it a couple times. I'm like, they have the Monday night graphic up. Like, who the hell's going to lose their job right now? And then after they I heard them say too. something, I'm like, oh my god, they actually are advertising this like it's the Monday night game. I'm like, Stupid. this is fucking dumb. It's a sad, just do what's the NFL Saturday night special. Boom. Yeah. Saturday yeah. night football. Like, come on, people. This is something Stupidity. that I think that I think we have uh discussed in the past. It's all about the brand. Brand is what means everything. Uh-huh. But yes, the game is on Saturday. <laughs> But Monday night football is the brand. Even Scott Van Pelt was like on a special edition of the Monday night um, Saturday Monday night special doubleheader, like because he always has the Monday night thing that he does afterwards. Oh my goodness! Look at that. I'm like, what the hell? Like, even he's got to buy in this. It looks ridiculous. Fourth and nine nine from the Chargers, 26, and they complete a pass for 47 yards. So now they have the ball first and 10 at the Raiders, 27. 6.02 left, down a field goal. Yeah, I'm like 20-some seconds behind you. I don't know how that happened. A field goal goal keeps them in the game, of course, but... um, Deep pass to Mike Williams. Yeah, you know, a touchdown obviously wins them the game. So that's interesting to see. Let's see how how they play it now. Because if they tie, they get in. Yeah. You know, right. there's also way too much time left for them to try to run down the, the clock the whole way. 
So yeah, this is, and I think there's still there's there's still got to be that thing in the back of your mind where you're like, they're a division rival. We can't let them get in the playoff. The fact that Vegas, know... the fact that Vegas is still competing for a playoff spot is amazing here because like on the page that I have open, it's got like the AFC West standings off to a block on the side here. And the Raiders this year have scored. This must be. I would assume this is coming into the game. Have scored 339 points, but given up 407. Not very often where you're almost negative 70 on point differential, and you're still in there for a playoff spot. What's uh, the timeouts? Is any time? Do they both have their two timeouts left or no? Yeah, where I am, yes. Uh, no, I'm assuming yeah. so, but it also was kind of indicating to me that they have three timeouts, but I know that's not possible. So no, they yeah, get two timeouts. No, it's third and six after an incompletion on second and six. And Chargers because, fans are praying to God that they win. Oh, another incompletion. So now it's fourth and six from the Raiders <laughs> 23. They've got to kick the field. Yeah, if you don't kick the fucking field goal, you're stupid. Yeah, if it was fourth and one and going forward, I could understand. But fourth and six, no, you got to kick the field goal. All right. Well, I am not. I do not think we need to stay on and narrate no, this gonna... game. <laughs> no, I think that we. As much as I would to... love to, it's going to be drawn out right now. I was hoping that well, uh, the Chargers they, might. Well they, well, they kick the field goal, so it's tied. There's four and a half minutes to go. This guy's, and... this game's going to end as a fucking tie. <laughs> Well, it, could, it could, but anything could happen, and it is now literally like next score wins. So, um, yeah, you know, like if the if you know all it takes is one blown coverage or one bad read from the quarterback, and a defender steps in front of the uh, the receiver, and you know returns it for a pick six, mm-hmm. and the game yeah, be over. But yeah, both have their timeouts left. Both have their two timeouts. Seems like, but if but if you're the Raiders at this point you get in with a tie right if i were the raiders right now i'd probably be playing it pretty freaking conservatively yep. just to make sure get i don't turn the ball over. so you don't get in with a loss you get in with a tie so if you're the raiders you have you, know, you don't need to score any more points <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll be interesting all right so that ends our night ends our episode we thank everybody for watching we thank you for tuning in it's been fun uh, we hope you enjoyed it listen to us bullshit and uh, like we always do, every every uh, time we sign off, we'll uh, say good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, and we'll catch you on the next episode.